Welcome to All Steak, No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again with a brand new episode of Podcast Go. I'm very excited because this is one of my favorite times of the year. It's draft week, people. Man, that, 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 that time of the year where everybody has eternal hope. Even even the Detroit Lions have a chance to win the Super Bowl right now, man. I made it. I made it. Yes. <laughs> man, we're about to jump into this here NFL draft preview. I got my boy Seth, aka Seth Johnson. If you listen to the Super Bowl preview slash season wrap up show. Seath joined me on that episode, and he is back once again to kind of talk about what happened in the offseason so far. Uh, we talk extensively about the Detroit Lions, their moves, and some of the other moves made in free agency this year. We jumped into our expectations for the Detroit Lions draft. Look at We went through a mock draft. That was, that was very fun. We went through the 2017 schedule, which was just released this past Thursday. And we went through each game and gave our thoughts on whether we thought the Lions would win or lose those games. We gave our very, 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 very early predictions on the season. You can't hold us to it because it's before the draft. And more than likely, the two of us will come together again, pause, and, <laughs> and uh, give our thoughts after the draft. I'm thinking maybe next Sunday or Monday that we might put that episode out. We'll see. You know, we'll see how things go. But I want to thank Seath for joining me on the show again, man. It was very, very good uh, recording with him. And also, uh, I recorded two episodes that day. I recorded with Seath in early afternoon. The later afternoon, I recorded with a gentleman by the name of G Infinite. Right, once again, I've talked about G before. If you have listened to this show before, you have definitely heard some of G Infinite's music. G is the one that made the intro and the outro beat for my show. And I was joined by G. And <laughs> uh, 
I guess you could say a surprise guest, Mr. Uh, the Slant, we call him the Slanderer, Mr. Ken. He joined me. And uh, Steve stuck around and, and recorded with us, man. It was very good having the four of us, you know, sit around and talk. And G, me and GF and they talked about his new single, Not Human. I uh, put the link to the video for that song in the previous episode, and I'll do the same on this one. So if you haven't heard it, go ahead and check it out. If you haven't watched the video, check it out. Visuals were amazing on that. I was there behind the scenes watching uh, as the video was put together. Shout out to Road Design and Coattail Collective who uh, directed and shot the video and, and edited it and all that good stuff, man. Shout out to Road Design and the Coattail Collective. And everybody else a part of that. Streety, Blake, I'm, I know I'm forgetting people's names, but... Shout out to the Coattail Collective. If you're looking to get a video made, those are the people you go check out. Go, go check them out. But um, me and Jason, right, we talked about a little bit about you know him, his career, where it's going, and we uh, jumped into the, you know a little bit of discussion uh, about the new single, the first single off of his album, The Formula, which will be coming out soon. And the reason why I had G on this episode is because me and G are we're, we're cool. And, you know, we sit around, we talk about Kendrick Lamar a lot. And what I decided to do was make the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album. And I thought, who would be better to have and to make the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album with than my boy GF in it. We went through all four of his studio albums, uh, Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pepper Butterfly, and his new album, Damn. We went through all four albums. And we chose the best 16. So uh, all the track ones are all four albums. We picked the best one of those. All the track two is the best one. All the track threes and so on and so on and so forth. And if there were any discrepancies, we went to the referee, a.k.a. the slanderer, a.k.a. Ken, to uh, make the final verdict. So it was a lot of fun. You can look forward to that episode coming out next week, people. Man, I, I enjoyed doing it. Seif was there. He even pops in you know, a few moments on that episode. I, I really enjoyed doing it. And I thank those those gentlemen for you know coming over and, and recording these episodes with me. But like I said, this week we got my man, me and Seif sitting down, breaking down the 2017 NFL draft. And you know what? I'll, I'll save any more comments for later on in the show after uh, me and Seif break down the draft. So let me just go ahead and jump to the spiel. If you are listening to this show and you want to listen to this on your favorite podcast app, you can do so. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, and pretty much any app that you can listen to a podcast on. So if you're looking for a more convenient way to listen to All Stake No Sizzle, you have those options and many, many more. Uh, if you want to give your predictions on the 2017 NFL Draft, your thoughts on what me and Steve talk about, hey, hit me up on social media. You can do so on Twitter at Devin the 63 That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. You can hit me up on Instagram at Allstate No Sizzle. One word. You can hit up the Facebook page. Just type in All State No Sizzle Podcast in your search bar on Facebook, and trust me, the page will pop right up. And let me throw this one out there real quick, real quick. If you're a wrestling fan, uh-oh, 
phone vibrating. If you're a wrestling fan, matter of fact, <laughs> what I'm talking about right now, that's, that was the notification I got. If you're a wrestling fan and you're on Facebook, check out Reality Era News. It's a Facebook group started by, you know, a couple other wrestling fans that I know. We have a lot of fun in there, you know, have discussions, you know, share whatever news that pops up. You know, and, you know, you know how the internet is. They'll they'll troll somebody and we'll, we'll throw it up there in, in the group, man. So uh, go ahead and check us out on there, man. And if you're in the Detroit, Dearborn, Michigan area, this coming Sunday, April 30th, we're going to be at Bailey's in Dearborn watching the pay-per-view payback. So if you want to, come on out. Um, we'll, we'll be there. Come come hang out with us. Have a beer. Have some wings. Watch some wrestling and have a good time with us. You'll find me. I'm the tall black guy. <laughs> I, I will be the tall black guy, probably wearing a Kango hat. So you can come holler at me. Come up, say hi. Let me know you listen to the show. All right? Uh, oh, if you want to hit Seath up, you could be able to ch- hear his social media at the end of this episode. If you want to, you know, debate with us about the NFL draft, how the Detroit Lions uh, offseason has gone so far, and thoughts about the schedule and how they're going to fare this year, feel free to hit us up. We're always up for some good debate. So with that being said, oh, I forgot if you want to email the show. I almost forgot to email. If you want to email the show, you can do so at asnspodcast at gmail.com. That's asnspodcast at gmail.com. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play with my new toy. I just bought a vape. Wait, hold on. Let me see if y'all can hear this. Yeah. Man, that's good. That's uh, that green apple. So, <laughs> with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with me and Sif breaking down the 2017 NFL Draft. What, what nickname I gave you last time, man. I'm not even sure. <laughs> what did you say? It was sweet, too. It was so crazy, man. I can't remember. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have a returning guest. Uh, this gentleman joined me for the Super Bowl preview show. And uh, we said we were going to do a draft show for the Detroit Lions. So here we are. Welcome, Mr. CF Johnson to the show. Thank you. Thank you. You're all too kind. You're all too kind. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> A.K.A. Seath the Shaka. Yes, sir. <laughs> Well, like I said, we're here to uh, you know, do a preview for the NFL draft that's coming up um, as we're recording this a week from now. Um, I, to me, draft is one of my favorite times of the year. I don't know about you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially as a Lions fan. Especially as a Lions fan. <laughs> that's pretty much all we got to look for. That's forward. all we got, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this is definitely one of my favorite times of the year, man. So to do a draft preview show is, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it feels good to me, man. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, and I feel like I got to say this. You know, I just put a show out. Um, well, as we're recording this, I put it out Thursday night. Okay. Um, 
I'm a big fan here in the city of Detroit, man. The, the, the big sports station here is 97 won a ticket. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of the Valenia Foster show. I, I love both of those guys, man. And one of the best shows out there. I, 100%. <laughs> and uh, I've been listening to that show pretty much since it started, man. They've, they've been on for 13 years. I've pretty much been listening for like 12 of those years. So, uh, hmm. unfortunately, my man Terry Foster had to retire, man, due to, you know, health issues, man. So, and like every year I look forward to, you know, hearing their draft breakdowns, man, and you know, getting their opinions on um, Detroit Lions draft. And um, it's going to be kind of weird this year, man. I was really starting to, you know, gear up, start listening to them more because I know it's draft time coming up. And uh, so I just want to give a quick shout out to my man, Terry Foster. I, uh, like I said, I put an episode out last night and, um, I know you listen to the show too, man. Mm-hmm. So I got my thoughts out there already. Anything you want to say about Terry Foster and or Mike Valenti or the show in general, man? Any, any thoughts you want to share? You know, for this to be a sports talk type of show and everything, you know, where people do talk shows, right. it's not, you don't really hear a black person on the, on these shows. It's mostly it's dominated by white people. So which is fine. You know, they, right. I love listening to all the shows. Right. But when you hear someone of you, exactly, you feel like, oh, wow, I could do that too. So that's why I'm so glad these podcasts start coming out and I can actually talk with you and other people if I ever get a chance to right. about things I want to talk about. You know, at first I thought I was like, ah, that's something I'll never be able to do. Right. But when you see him, and I think the first person I heard was um, Rob Parker. Right. Rob he was on that. Yeah, he was on that seven. I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. So yeah, Terry, man, we call him Uncle Terry here in the D. We gonna miss <laughs> him, but you know, I'd rather him get healthy and stay healthy, and then try to deal with fight with Mike every day and stuff like that. So <laughs> that, I mean, fighting for that that guy for thirteen years, man, it can't be easy, man. But hyperbole, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man. But uh, you know, Mike, Mike, me and Mike, man, I, I've always felt like Mike was like the white version of me, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, I I have some very unpopular uh, views on certain things, as, oh, yeah. as you know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we've gotten into quite a few discussions about stuff. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, Mike and Terry, man, just listening to those guys o- over these years, man, I've they, they, they're a very big inspiration for me even doing this show. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to get too far into it. I already talked to put the episode out. So I just wanted to, you know, give you an opportunity to say whatever you wanted to say about uh, and then Terry Especially, and like, with, um, you know, when, when I worked at Comcast, I was in my truck a lot of the times, driving to different places. So I would need something to listen to yep. where the radio plays the same songs over and over. I don't feel like hearing that. Yep. And able to hear someone say things that I'd be like, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it made me feel so good. It, it was like a time saver type of thing. It just made time go so fast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be tough while well, listening to them, but I know Mike would be just fine. Oh, yeah. Same with me, man. I, like, I used to work for FedEx and truck driving, man. I would, you know, stream uh, 97.1 and uh, mm-hmm. listen to Mike and Terry, man. So, uh, shout out to you, Terry, man. Get well. You know, enjoy life, man. Stay well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and raise them babies. And, oh, uh, yeah. Mike, more power to you, man. So, let's go ahead and jump into uh, what we came to talk about. the Not just Detroit Lions. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the NFL. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We ain't talking about Detroit business? No one's talking about the Detroit uh, Pistons. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I got to go, man. I don't know the about right now. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, first thing we're going to talk about is free agency. Mm. Um, you know, when we did our uh, Super Bowl and season wrap-up show, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of gave our predictions on how the season was going to go, the upcoming season was going to go, things mm-hmm. we wanted to see them do, uh, moves they needed to make. So, um 
let's let's talk about the, the moves that they made. And I think the, the two biggest ones is definitely the right tackle and the right guard. Absolutely. To me, those are the two biggest moves. Two, honestly, I, I'm not a, not the biggest Lions uh, supporter. Mm. I'm a fan. Uh, really? You know, I, I, sh- <laughs> I shit on them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, let me. I'm gonna let you go first, man. What did you think about the uh, the moves they made on the offensive line? You know, when they stole T.J. Lane from Green Bay. I mean, I said that DJ, they, he wasn't a free agent. He was a free agent. He had the choice to go where he wanted to go, and he actually wanted to come to Detroit Lions. Right. That was a big shock to me. You know, we don't get people to say, hey, I want to play here. Right. You know, free agency is the thing that, you know, you go play where the weather is 80 degrees all the time. You got a winning tradition if the weather's not great. Right. You know, you don't get free agents coming to Midwestern type of cities. Hey, you got to realize, too, he, he basically was decided between three teams of the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers, which he had you know, been playing for mm-hmm. his whole career, and the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Like, those, are, those are the three choices he was he was uh, trying to decide between, and he chose the Detroit Lions, man. And if Seattle would have gotten that pick, I think that would have um, shaped up their offensive line. Their, their biggest problem, Seattle's biggest problem, is protecting Russell Wilson. Yeah, they, they – they need offensive line help pretty much across that whole line right now. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to I, was, I was like, wait a minute. When, when the line, when he was here in Detroit, I'm like, look here, man. Give him the keys to the city. Um, <laughs> give him whatever he wants. Do not let him leave Detroit. He actually left Detroit, went to Seattle, and came back to Detroit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, I was shocked, too, man. When I heard he went out to Seattle, I'm like, man, he about to go sign with yeah, Seattle. Yeah, that was a rap right there. Right. Yeah. But I, I guess um, – the Lions offer him more money, and you got to realize too he's from here, so yeah, that, that helps. That definitely helps. That, that definitely helps. helps. So basically, he was deciding: does he want to come home? Does mm-hmm. he want to stay in Green Bay, where he's been his whole career and has success there? Right. Or does he want to go to a team that pretty much is a few offensive linemen away from probably contending for another Super Bowl? This is true. So. Hey, I'm glad he wanted to come back home, man. <laughs> Shout out to TJ. Thank you, baby, for coming back home. Yes, sir. <laughs> and. uh Ricky Wagner, man, I think he's – I remember watching him. Uh, I went to a Ravens game last year. And I remember mm. – I don't, I don't know why. I'm, I'm weird, man. I actually watch offensive linemen play, That's man. Good. That's good. I mean, most people don't, but mm-hmm. I actually watch offensive linemen play, and I remember seeing them play live, and I'm like, man, this that kid's pretty good. I don't know who he is, man, but mm-hmm. whoever that, that right tackle is, he's pretty good, man. And, mm-hmm. uh, for us to, to lock him up, man, I thought that was a big move too. Yeah, because he was coming off his rookie contract, right? Yep. Yep. And he was like, yeah, I think I, I, I can go play in Detroit. Exactly. So, which is a shocker. But no, the shocker. <laughs> and uh, one, one thing that I was worried about is, and I think we talked about it last time, the Lions, they had cap space, but they didn't really have a lot of cap space. Mm-hmm. So, really, they, they had to make a decision on what moves they were going to make, what can they, what moves can they make that's going to make an impact right away. Right. And then one thing we had to worry about was they were losing their right guard and their, mm-hmm. their right tackle. Mm-hmm. So the decision they had to make was do they re-sign these two guys or do they bring somebody else in? And I thought, well, you're going to have to re-sign them because you're not going to be able to afford them. Yeah, because the line they do, they're, they're bad this year. You know, they're yeah. pretty much protecting them. But the thing is, they got Wagner and TJ Lang a lot cheap, well, like $1.5 million cheaper mm-hmm. than what they paid. We're going to pay uh, – I was at Warford and Reef. Mm. But if you add, if you total up their contracts, 
Wagner and Lang are cheaper than those two, mm-hmm. and they're better players. And so they're better. We we came out better off, and I think solidifying that offensive line was the right move because mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot of money to spend elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So solidify something so mm-hmm. that you know that all right, we don't have to worry about our offensive line going into the next year. All right. Um, you got the list of who else they signed? Yeah, yeah. Um, they What's got you? the linebacker from um, Atlanta, Paul Worrell. Lower, wherever you say his last name, mm-hmm. he was um, on the NFC uh, championship team. Went to Super Bowl. He decided, ah, I could, I can make um, another team as good as I, we. I probably, he probably felt he could trip with better with Atlanta. And he, I mean, with Detroit, and he would Atlanta. And, and part of it too is uh, Atlanta has they got a rookie Deion Jones in the second round last year, mm-hmm. who's a beast. That guy yeah. led the league, led all rookies in tackles last year. Guy's mm-hmm. a beast. So. Uh, well, kind of got he kind of got pushed out, but the guy is still talented. Now he now he has an opportunity. I think he got like a one year deal. He has an opportunity to go out there and say, "Hey, yeah, I got pushed out of Atlanta, but I'm still a beast. I can still play." So mm-hmm. for him to you know come in on a one year deal, he feels a need at linebacker. Mm-hmm. He has an opportunity mm-hmm. to show definitely a big field. <laughs> he comes in and he has the opportunity to show that hey, I can be a starter in this league and I can be a beast. He got an opportunity to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Right, who else we got on the list? Another big one that we got was DJ Hayden. DJ Hayden from the Raiders, cornerback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Any any thoughts on him? I was talking to my cousin. He was telling me he had a good story. He just couldn't remember what the story was, but he was telling me he had a great he, story. He had – I can't remember what disorder it is, but he – I want to say it was lithoma or something. Like that. Something he, like that, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, remember, I remember him in the, dra- in the combine, a dude – had great numbers, mm-hmm. but I guess for some reason it didn't quite work out in Oakland. So I know it was like a one year. I want to say it's like a five million dollar contract. Yeah, one year. You know, he, he's a highly drafted player. Mm-hmm. Another talent there, but for some reason it just didn't click in exactly. Oakland. So he has an opportunity to come here once again. Hey, mm-hmm. one year, show us what you can do. If you're worth it, we'll re-sign you to a long-term contract. If not, you know, we you know we gave you a shot, but he has a chance to you know prove himself. We are the land of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like SmackDown right here. It's right? like SmackDown right here. <laughs> uh, who else have we got? Uh, it was a, a lineman, uh, Akeem Spence from um, Buccaneers. Akeem Spence, if I'm not mistaken, I remember this kid. He was really good too. Mm-hmm. Once again. Numbers game down there in Tampa. They got enough from linemen over there. <laughs> and, you know, once again, land of opportunity. Land of opportunity. Chance, got a chance to come. We need defensive line help. He's got a chance to show that he can uh, he can get it done. Uh, here's one I didn't understand. Darren Fells, tight end for Detroit Lions, where we already got, like, what, 20 of them right now? Okay. <laughs> Honestly, besides Wagner and uh, Lane, this mm-hmm. is my third favorite move that they made. Really? Yeah. Darren Fells is like he's six foot, he's either six seven or six eight. Dude, mm-hmm. he's a huge tight end and he's mm-hmm. a great blocking tight end. Ah, okay. And one thing that we don't have is we really don't have a good blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. Eric Ebron, Pettigrew's supposed to be that. Pettigrew's gone. Pettigrew's gone. <laughs> and the other tight ends there, I mean they're they're young talents. You know they're they're gonna give them a chance, but mm-hmm. Darren Fells is a is a damn good blocker. So now that's gonna solidify our running game. And, uh, that will help, yeah. And, and he's, he's he's pretty good at catching the ball too. And with this team, you know, he's going to get up op- once again get opportunity to show that he can be a pass catching tight end and be a complete tight end too. So honestly, this was probably my third favorite move that they made. But I, I still want them to draft the tight end um, in the draft this year, but later on. But, really? But 
No, I, I really, I really like this move. You want that guy from uh, Miami? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, who, who else did, did they uh, they pick up? If I'm not mistaken, they got was a defensive tackle from the Chicago Bears. I was just looking at it. Cornelius Washington. Cornelius Washington. That's so funny. I was just looking at him. Any thoughts on Cornelius? Don't know too much about him. What do you know about him? Um, I remember seeing him play a little bit. He was he was a highly rated guy when he came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what his production was, but I would assume that's one thing I like about Bob Quinn. Um, and it's sort of what the Patriots do too. They they tend to get players that were like starters that you know got knocked out or guys that are borderline starters that just want that opportunity to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, he goes out and he finds guys that have chips on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I, this is another case, a guy that, you know, wants to be a starter and wants to prove that he, he's a beast and he can play. You set him up to a one-year deal, give him the opportunity to, you know, show what you can do. Mm-hmm. If you work out, great. We'll sign you to a long-term deal. If not, <laughs> hey, it was only one year. We'll it was only one year. So. We ain't really missing nothing. And I, I think that's what a lot of the, their their moves were this year. It's like, okay, we got our two uh, our two studs at, at – uh, Guard and tackle, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna sign a whole bunch of other guys that can fill spots that we need filled. If they work out, we'll sign the longer deals. If not, you know, we tried. Exactly. So I, I like this. I like that strategy, especially when you don't have a lot of money to mm. spend, like a Cleveland or something like that. Mm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, th- with with the moves that they made, I, I feel like it's it's a lot of prove me, prove it to me contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it does, I'm, look, I'm looking. I'm looking at these players. They're not, you know, your typical names. But then again, you know, we ain't got no money for the typical names. Exactly. <laughs> so we did pretty well for what we had. Right. I mean, them, them getting T.J. Lane and Rico uh, Rick Wagner was just wow. Yeah, to, monster. Yeah. I, I I did not see that one coming, and I I was, I was very for a guy that that shits on the Lions a lot. Mm. I I got to give him credit for when they do something right now. Because like they got that right. I always said whenever we lose somebody. We never get a replacement person back. Exactly. Like, you know, like, um, who was it? They lost somebody that was big. Like, the Raiders. They lost mm-hmm. their starting running back. Yeah. And they might possibly get Marshawn Lynch just like that. Exactly. Stuff like that don't happen to the Lions, and right now it is happening to them. They lost their two best guard and tackle that we had on, on, on that side anyway. Right. And now they're going to replace them with someone's even better and cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so. And, and here's the thing. Here's my thing about Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn comes from an organization. I didn't know a lot about him before, but he comes from an organization that whenever we would talk about the Lions, I would say, be more like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And they went to the Patriots, and they got a guy from that organization. <laughs> so I'm like, Can't be more than that. <laughs> exactly. You know, and he, he's doing things the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. Now, it, these moves aren't necessarily the sexy moves. Mm-hmm. We're not going out getting, you know, uh, I know a lot of people wanted to go get Alshon Jeffries from mm. Chicago. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know somebody that you wanted to bring up, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, AP all day. Yeah, man. That I don't know, man. I'm just going off of what I've seen in the past, and I'm thinking maybe he could still do that mm. coming here, but not nobody's really picking him up yet. So I'm real shocked about that. And, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> I mean, Why, too much money or he's just too old? Both. Or both, yeah. Because f- from what I was hearing, <laughs> he wants to make like $8 million for one year. And I'm like, 
I don't know. It's not a lot of teams that got that money. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> you got to realize, man, Calvin Johnson retired what, last year. Mm-hmm. Both of them were in the same draft. Wow. And, you know. You forget that. Yeah. They, they were, uh, Adrian Peterson went eighth in that draft, I think. Mm-hmm. And Calvin was number two. So, I mean, Adrian's been around for a long time, wow. man. That's, I mean, it's a long. I mean, even though Calvin retired a little bit early, mm-hmm. but. Still, Still. Well, I go, man. So, I mean, it's a lot of tread on that tires, and when you can go out and you can you can draft a guy in the second or third round mm-hmm. who can probably give you as much or maybe have the potential mm-hmm. to give you more production that Adrian Peterson would give you this year, I would rather do that than mm-hmm. spend $8 million on a guy who you really don't know who he is right don't now. Don't know if you're going to play a whole season. Right. He might say, hey, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> What? Plus, he, he got, he's got injury issues, too. Yeah, he he's got coming, them injury issues. coming off of an issue. He had a knee redone, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. I'd rather take the, the new, fresh guy and give it, him an opportunity than to, you know, spend, you know, even if it's like $5 million. Yeah. If you get a, a rookie tight end, in the, I mean, a rookie running back in the first or in the first round, you might spend maybe a million or two on him. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of spending $5 million on a guy who's got all this trade on those tires, man. Yeah, so. they say the AP is a luxury pick. And the it Lions is not—they're not luxury enough to get that pick. Now, if it was like the New England Patriots or the Seahawks that went out and got them, mm. I'm like, go for it. You're yeah. right there. Why right not there. take that chance? Yeah, yeah. but we're we not quite there yet. We're working on it. We're working on it. But um, were there any other like big moves around the league that that really stood out to you as far as like free agent signings? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, it was somebody. It was uh, I think it was a left tackle, Andre Whitworth. He went to. I think he was with the. Bengals? He was with the Bengals and went to the Rams. I said that's a monster, monster uh. pick for the Rams because they need help a lot. He <laughs> <laughs> comes to um being on that offensive line. They need big time helps. And then um, AJ um boy was a boy from Boye from yeah, Boye uh, from, from Houston from Houston Texas. I won the Lions game so bad. Where, where do you end up going? Went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville picked up everybody, man. Man, <laughs> they got Calais Campbell, Calais Camp, whatever. They got Campbell from um, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Oh, people are going to Jacksonville. Jackson, Jacksonville. They, I know. Last year they had a lot of uh, free agency money, and mm-hmm. I guess now they're they're able to spend it because people, had, you know, people want those those contracts. So, <laughs> Jacksonville is a team people need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they they got to figure out what Blake Boyles is. I mean, he he puts up good numbers, but he, he's also a liability out there at the quarterback position. But if he can string together a good season, man, and just, they're receiving stuff smoking weed, they'd be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, man. But and it, it, well, well, we'll jump into the draft a little bit too. But if they if they get a Leonard Fournette or a <laughs> Dalvin Cook type player or. Uh, <laughs> O.J. Howard, like mm-hmm. I've heard, man, mm-hmm. that could be a dangerous team. Yeah, O.J. Howard is real nice. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite moves, um, <laughs> even though I wouldn't even say it's my favorite move, it was just like amazing move was the Houston Texans trading uh, Brock Osweiler <laughs> for Mac of Beans. <laughs> well, they, they traded him to. The Cleveland Browns, because basically they just want to get rid of his, get rid of his contract, mm-hmm. and, they and plus they thought it was going to get Tony Romo, that too. But they traded him, and then ended up trading them a, a second round pick next year as well. So basically, they gave up a second round pick just to get rid of his contract. Man. Wow! And I'm like, wow. So now Cleveland, you know, 
they they now have a, a quarterback that started in the league, and, and you know, Blake. I mean, not Blake. Uh, Brock isn't the best quarterback, mm-hmm. but the guy he's got a playoff win under his belt. Mm-hmm. Hell. Lions can't say that. Matt Stafford, <laughs> Matt Stafford never won a playoff game. Brock Osweiler is terrible, bro. He's got a playoff win. So, hey, Tim Tebow got a win too. Oh man. Okay, let me let me just bring this up real quick. Have you watched any of like the coverage of Tim Tebow or playing, playing, uh, playing baseball? baseball? I think he had a home run or something. One he time. hit a home run in his very first at bat in single leg baseball. Huh? I hate that guy so much, man. And then, and then that just made it worse, man. It's like, ah, oh, man, he tried to play baseball. Now, nah, man, he gonna fail miserably. Home run, first home run. run. Damn it! <laughs> but um, no, that, that, to me, that was, that was one of my favorite moves. And I'm telling you, Cleveland is a team. If they can, if they can do something right, <laughs> this they got year. a good coach. I like their coach. I like their coach. They have two first round picks this year. They got mm-hmm. a second round pick coming next year. They, they've got a lot of picks. So in the next, I say two to three years, they. They have the opportunity to be a really good team, but mm. it's Cleveland. <laughs> I'm glad we play them now. <laughs> they're on when they're gonna get better. Right now, perfect. Yeah, and uh, another one of my favorite moves was uh, a player that I wanted the Detroit Lions to draft a couple years ago, uh, Brandon Cook. He went to the Saints that year. We we just happened to draft a, you know a tight end in that year, right. Eric Ebron. Mm. But uh, Brandon Cook was traded to the New England Patriots. They traded their first round pick for Brandon Cook. And the rich get richer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, as I drink from my Patriots cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are a couple of moves that I like, man. So, uh let's jump back to the Lions real quick. Um really there's no more real big free agent moves for them to make. They really don't have that much money left. Four was it four point nine or something like that? I'm not oh. even sure if it's that much. Uh, it was like four point nine. Well, they, they they have they have some more money coming because they cut uh, DeAndre Levy. Okay. So after June first, they're gonna free up some more money. Gotcha. But and that that transitions into what we want to talk about. My opinion, because I think they're gonna save like five million dollars by cutting DeAndre Levy, which creates a hole at linebacker, but. Um, <laughs> Frees up that money. Frees up some money, yeah. But it really doesn't free it up because they got to re-sign Mr. Matthew Bartholomew. <laughs> That's his middle name. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I ain't know that. <laughs> Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Stafford, he's going to get it. He's going to get a new contract. He's going to get. I, in my opinion, I think he's going to sign like a six-year extension. Probably going to get twenty-five. Maybe $26 million a year. Yeah, I read somewhere they say he's going to get like 15% of our cap. I said, gee, Matt Stafford. 15%? Matt Stafford will be the highest paid player in the NFL. Your thoughts on Stafford being re-signed. We're working on the extension right now, but your thoughts on re-signing Stafford and knowing that it's going to cost you about $25, $26 million a year to do it. Gotta love America. (laughs) (laughs) A guy who's not had not one, not one playoff victory yet, anyway. Not a Pro Bowl that he went to legitimately. You know, somebody was hurt or something like that. He started in the Pro Bowl. He ain't started no Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. He's not a MVP candidate. I mean, some some people will argue that. I mean, even I had to admit he was having an MVP-like year up mm-hmm. until the last month of the year, which you know just happens to be the most important part of the important year. Part, but, yeah. Just but plumbing you, it down. You know. Yeah. 
But you know, he I think he had a good good year last year. Yeah, he had a good year last year. But I read somewhere they said this guy said that um he think the Lions should franchise tag him. <clears throat> Why so I just threw up a little bit in my mouth, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> franchise tag him next year. And then, you know, pay him whatever it will be. And then come next year, the, that following year, uh, he'll be, what, 31, I think? Something like that. So no one's going to pay a 31-year-old quarterback with no playoff victories. That, that, that to me, playoff, well, no playoff victories unless you do something that year. No one's going to pay you that much money if you are this type of quarterback and you're 31. So they feel like if they do that, they can get him cheaper. Okay. Well, first let me say this. In a perfect world, mm-hmm. the Lions would have drafted someone last year or the year before, started grooming them mm-hmm. so that they would have someone to push Matt Stafford. Or if they decided to move away from Matt Stafford, they could trade him or get rid of him and already have their quarterback of the future, you know, ready. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What and, are you talking about? We got the Michigan man, Jake Rudock. What are you talking about? Jake Rudock should have never been drafted. <laughs> Jake Rudock is a bum. He's a bum. Okay. <laughs> I said, Michigan man, you watch your mouth. I, I don't care what school you went to. <laughs> I don't care if that's my cousin, man. He's a bum. Um, <sighs> but yeah, we don't we don't have a quarterback here that I would feel comfortable handing the reins over to. So you, you're stuck with the guy. And then mm-hmm. plus with him, I, I thought maybe Bob Quinn would trade him last year when he came in, but he stuck with him. Stafford had an MVP uh, like season. So now you have to pay the guy. You're forced to pay the guy now. Pay that man his money. <laughs> so you, regardless, you're going to have to pay him. My thing is this. If you basically, when you didn't trade him last year you, and you committed to, to you know, keeping him, mm-hmm. you have to pay him as soon as possible because the longer you wait, the more and more that cap number is going to go up. Cause like mm-hmm. Right now, they're going to pay him $25, 26000000 million a year. Mm-hmm. If you wait, cause like if you let him play out next year, and he has a good year, mm-hmm. the number's going to jump from 26 to 25, 26 to 26, 27. Mm. And if you franchise him and he has another good year, mm. now you're going to pay this dude like $28, $29 million when you could just do it now mm-hmm. and pay him $25 million a year. So my thing is just go ahead and get it done. Do you believe the talk? Because I've been watching um, uh, Channel 4 News and they're talking about Matt Stafford. You're like, well, I'll let my uh, – my agent handle all that stuff. Does that talk? Do you, when people say that, do you think that they want to be here, or that's just that's, or that's just legitimately saying you can let his agent handle it? Let let that. <laughs> it's funny, my boy Ken. Uh, me and him were talking the other day. It's like, hey man, you gotta have the Jewish guy, man. Let, let, let the Jewish guy handle it, man. <laughs> yeah, let the Jewish guy let, let him handle it, man. Mm-hmm. Because if you go out there and you say. Okay, let's just say he comes out there like, I want nothing but to stay here in Detroit. I want to, I would love to be here, da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. Now you set an expectation that you want to be here regardless. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to expect you to take less money. Exactly. So he has, you know, he he, he said what, it, you know, what a player in a contract, you know, negotiation is supposed to say. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to play here, but I'm going to let my uh, my agent take care of that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. You know, just play, you know, even across the board, no no uh, major declarations or anything like that. So hmm. let, let, let your agent take care of that. I don't know, man. I, I really – and then watch this. They said that he can't – I heard somewhere that they said he can't get the hometown discount. Because There's no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing as a hometown discount. <laughs> well, he can't get it because of um, – as the contract thing, because of the union, they said. Yeah. So that goes like, out the window. Like I said, by Matt Stafford, he's – basically he's the best quarterback 
that's up for a contract right now. Mm. So if Andrew Luck, I think Andrew Luck is making twenty five million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. There, I guess you could say they're kind of on the same level. If he goes out and says, you know what, I really want to win a championship, I want to get paid fifteen million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. The union's not going to let that happen mm-hmm. because th- their job is to get their players paid money. as mu- much money as possible. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make him get $25, 26000000 million so that when, I don't know, random quarterback, Blake Broyles, when his contract comes up, mm-hmm. they can get him $25, $26, 27000000 million a year. So really th- the whole thing that the union wants to do is to drive that price up mm-hmm. for future players. So they're not going to let anybody take that home- hometown discount. Mm-hmm. This is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. The only way that can happen is if you're like a – He's like a Tom Brady. Tom Brady's been in the league forever. He's made his money. They'll let Tom Brady take a hometown discount. Because well, he ain't done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Brady's also towards the end of his career. Yeah. You, when you're a young guy and you're trying to get that big contract, mm. they're not going to let you do it. So I could see a Tom Brady maybe taking less money. If Tony Romo was going to keep playing, I could see him taking being able him take less money. But not when you're a young guy in the prime of your career. Mm. No, there's no way they're going to do that. No. So fans, get that hometown discount. <laughs> get it out of here. It's not going to happen. That would not but, happen. But that this is what I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about you know letting Stafford play this year out and then franchising him. Mm-hmm. Okay, his cap number this year is twenty two million dollars. Mm. When you franchise a guy, you make um, it's one of two things: either you make the average of the top five players at your position, right, or if if your money is beyond that now, mm-hmm. you get paid 125% of what you made the year before. Get it out. So <laughs> his cap number is $22 million. Mm-hmm. So add another 25% to that, that's basically north of $27 million. <laughs> so you're gonna, if you're going to franchise this guy this year, mm-hmm. it'll be $27 million roughly. You know, mm-hmm. quick math. Mm-hmm. So if you let's say he has a bad year, you want to franchise him again. Now you're gonna pay this guy over thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. And you do it again, it's gonna keep going up. Well, that's what they were saying. They were saying that if he has a bad year, they can then give you a contract because well, you had a bad year and ain't nobody gonna want you. You never been to the playoffs. You're thirty one years old. You never really been that far in the playoffs. They feel they can get him at a better price. That's just someone's opinion. I, I was just putting it out there to see what you how you felt about it. No, nah, I think that's dumb. I mean, I thought so too. I, mean, well, I just it's something to talk about. <laughs> well, here and here's the thing: like, I don't want the guy here anyway. I don't like him. I don't. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's as good as. It, I don't think he's worth the money. But it's just what it's just the beast. You know, the belly of the beast. You know, yeah. it, quarterbacks make this kind of money, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, he's looked at as one of the top guys. So you you have to pay him this money. Like they. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Bob Quinn better be a, a miracle worker because if they pay this man, <laughs> they're going to have to figure out some other way to, you know, to make this team a winning program because just him, I don't see him leading us to a championship. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to they're going to build that defense up mm-hmm. and which is what I actually want them to do. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to build that defense up, they're going to have to put somebody around some other people around him that make him so good that all he has to do is not fuck it up. Mm. But I think so, he'll fuck it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you say he's not a uh, Aaron Rodgers, so we can just lead win with anybody. He's no. a I need stars. Yeah, because mm. I mean, and, and, you know, let's let's go ahead and jump into the next thing. Uh, the, what do you feel are the biggest needs with this team? Running back. <laughs> 
that's been my whole thing with Matt Stafford. I said Matt Stafford needs a running back. What, what, what you saw him in Georgia, right? When he was in college. Yeah. What do you have with him? Yeah, no Sean Moreno. Yeah, no Sean Moreno. What did he do? He became. I mean, it made no Sean made Matt Stafford look like he was Jesus Christ himself. Mm-hmm. That's why he went number one and was the first pick. Well, so here's what's funny about that. Um, around the time that he was playing in college, mm-hmm. I was actually in Athens, Georgia around that time. I stayed, I lived really? in Athens for like, you know, four months. Okay. So I, I got to see him up close and personal. Mm. I uh, got to, you know, I have, you know, my family, my sister lives down there. So I got to, you know, hang out with people that saw Matt Stafford for years before I got there. Okay. They didn't like him down there. Oh. They thought he was overrated. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking like, man, he's putting up numbers. And then I actually watched him play and I'm like, Okay, yeah, the guy's got an arm, he's got talent, but mm-hmm. he really doesn't know how to use it. And mm-hmm. and like you said, no Sean Moreno being down there really mm-hmm. covered up a lot of his mistakes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. They mm-hmm. they need a running back that can do that. All right. But my question is his whole career here in Detroit, we've said he needs running backs. He needs uh, wide receivers. He needs tight ends. He needs uh, offensive line. Mm-hmm. At what point does it become, hey? You just need you, huh? I mean, he's got right right now. In my opinion, he's got an offensive line, so you can't use that. Can't excuse use the excuse. He's got uh, what's it, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. Tate. He needs a third wide receiver. Mm-hmm. If you bring back Anquan Bowden, I think he's good. But you add I thought it's gonna make him a tight end. That's why I was like, y'all got done. They have fails, and you're going to make Anquan Bowden the tight end. Well, in my, opinion, in my opinion, Anquan Bowden was the tight end anyway. I thought last mm-hmm. year. He, yeah. he's basically, he basically was a tight end. Mm-hmm. He was like a Jimmy Graham type player. Okay. Basically, what they wanted, what they want Eric Ebron to be, mm-hmm. that's what Bowden was last year. And they're probably going to bring him back and do the same thing. Okay. But yeah, they're going to have to sign, they're going to have to draft another wide receiver. So they're going to give him another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He needs a running back. Mm hmm. Um, I'm hearing them. They, they're gonna get another tight end for him. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna give him everything he needs to succeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else can you do for the guy? <laughs> well, you gotta give him the right running back because we have running backs, but they just can't stay healthy. Now, when they played, he was looking great. You know, because right. he do that little play action. You think going for running back, he go deep down the field, find somebody open. Right. That was perfect. But when you don't have no running back, you got. Um, Backup, backup running backs playing the game, and they like, huh? What play? What play we running? Right. And I'll, I'll say, I'll say that you know, this year was Abdullah got hurt with the second week of the year, mm-hmm. and then uh, Theo Riddick was in and out the whole year. Mm-hmm. Zach Zenner, who's a, you know, a lot of people put a lot of hype behind Zach Zenner. Zach Zenner is a good situational running back, but oh, yeah. him being your number one guy, no, nah. no, I'll put him in the third down. I'll tell you that exactly. he's gonna get that yard. So <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get that yard. So, yeah, I, I definitely think running back is a need for this team, and I, I, w- I definitely want them to draft a running back. Um, any, any running backs in this draft that, that stick out to you? That, wait, wait, wait. No, no, let me rephrase that. <laughs> that we can get, right? <laughs> that are actually obtainable. Right? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, so, Leonard Fournette, you can cross that off. <sighs> Dalvin Cook, cross wow. that off. And I, I don't think McCaffrey will make, make it that far down, but we'll, we'll, we'll throw in McCaffrey. If you want McCaffrey in, in the first round, go ahead, but – well, any running backs that you want, and where would you take a running back in this draft? That's a good question. At first, you know, I'm, I used to was all day yesterday. I was just watching films of 
running backs. Mm-hmm. And I saw, and of course, I watched Leonard Fournette, and then see him just just truck over people, look like ADP, old ADP when he first got to lead, just run angry and right. fast and stuff. I was like, man, ain't nobody like that. Then I heard of a guy named Deontay Foreman, mm-hmm. running back from Texas. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, who is this guy? Because I watched a little, it was like a YouTube video of this guy. He was just naming on top players of college, not top running backs, top players in college. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me see what he says. And he showed me Deontay Foreman, and I looked up, looked him up, and I said, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man is a monster. He may have played 11 games, average 100, what is it, 168? 100, Something like that, yeah. 168 yards a game. Amount, the same amount of yards per game. That man was over, he played 11 games, so all 11 games he averaged, I mean, he was over 100 yards every game. They said, they, they, they said the lowest he ever averaged was 120 or 130, something like that. That was the lowest right. he's averaged. Lowest. <laughs> In Texas. Right. I said, I want him. <laughs> and Yeah, and, and he, I think um, he's probably, he'll probably be like a third, fourth round pick, man. So if you can get, if you can get him in the third or fourth round, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm very I'm okay with that. I'm definitely okay with that. As a matter of fact, they might have jump up to get that, to get that pick. As a matter of fact, I want them to like maybe they will for their pick they'll um, trade down mm-hmm. so they can get more picks. If they because this is this guy. I mean, this guy's coming from New England. That's what they do. So if he can do that here in Detroit, trade down, and get more picks, and we can get him the third pick. Oh my goodness, man, you're. You're thinking like a champion right now, sir. Tear. <laughs> for you, every every single year, I want this team to trade back and get more picks. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that's the, be- the Patriots have been doing it for years. And it's, to me, it's the best strategy for two reasons. One, you get more picks. Two, <laughs> you get more picks and more opportunities to get you know get good players. And then two. You're saving money that way because the higher your pick is, the more you have to pay that guy. Mm-hmm. So. One thing the Patriots are notorious for is completely trading out of the first round. Mm. That's why that's why you can pay a guy like Tom Brady big money, bring in all these you know these cheaper players, mm-hmm. and still win. Mm-hmm. So if you're trading out of the first round, but you're you know getting second, third, fourth round picks, and you're actually getting good players at those picks, you're saving money and you're making your team better at the same time. Like really, the way I look at it, you need you need your top guy. "Quote unquote," Matt Stafford is going to be the top guy here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else should be compliments to that top guy. Exactly, and that's basically how the Patriots. You know, ever notice that the Patriots don't re-sign their players when, they, when it's time for them to get a big contract? <laughs> hey, bye bye. Exactly, <laughs> and that's why they do not play that. So, uh, yeah, if, if they get a sec, if they get a, a running back, I say preferably the third round or later. I, I would be happy. A couple guys that I really like is Marlon Mack from. I believe he's from South Florida. I like that name. Oh, well, let's see Mac on the back of his jersey. That, <laughs> to me, that's all you a football player. You got Mac on the back of the jersey. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, Marlon Mack is a guy I really like later on. Um, yeah, kid, you said South Florida, right? South Florida, I believe. Yeah. Um, the kid from Toledo, Kareem Hunt, his big body. He, he didn't run that well at the Combine, but the guy's got production. He's a guy I really, really like. Um you know, I I said if, if we can get a running back in the third round or later, I would be happy. But mm-hmm. there's one guy that I would take in the second round, and that's one of the most controversial players in this draft, Mr. Joe Mixon. 
So what what are your thoughts on Mr. Mixon? No, when you say my thoughts on it, like him as a football player, period, or just him in general? Well, I mean, with everything he got going on, him in general, and uh, with that, would would you be okay with the Lions drafting him in the second round if he's there? Yeah. Um, see, the thing I don't get is he did this while he was still in when he hit the woman at the little restaurant or something yeah. like that. That was when he was still playing football in Oklahoma. Man, I want to say it was 2014 when I that think it was like his freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. He still played after that. Right. So he did his time. He set out that year, and he kept playing two more years after that. No one said anything about this. No right. one – you know, you didn't hear anything about this. Now that he's leaving, now, oh, well, you know he hit a woman back in blah, blah, blah. Well, why didn't you get rid of him in Oklahoma then? I didn't get that. And then the other thing, too, was – and here's what I really didn't understand – um, he didn't get an invite to the combine. Now mm-hmm. this guy, I mean, basically, in, 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 if you look at you know people's draft boards, he's he's basically basically a top five running back on everybody's board. Right. And, and if this hadn't happened, he might end up being higher than maybe like a, a McCaffrey or something like that. He might be the number three running back in this draft. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get invited to the combine. My thing is this. The NFL Draft Combine is set up for you to, you know, evaluate players, their skills, and you get opportunities to, you know, do uh, IQ tests. You do interviews with them so you get to know these people. Each mm-hmm. team gets a chance to sit down and talk to these guys for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If anybody should be at the Draft Combine, it should be this guy so teams can sit in the room with him <laughs> and talk to him one-on-one mm-hmm. and find out about this kid and, mm-hmm. you know, find out what his mindset is. So I felt like him – him not them him not getting the invite to the combine was actually stupid. I felt like he sh- if anybody should have been there, it should have been him. So you could actually, you know, kick the tires a little bit and find out what's what's going on. It's like the same. Is this is this a one time thing? Is he crazy? Right. You know, it, it could be anything because I'm pretty sure the NFL is not full of saints. Okay. Everybody no, no. has got a lot of stuff going on with them. I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger accused what two three times of raping somebody. Yeah. Hashtag Aaron Hernandez. Hashtag Aaron Hernandez. Rest in peace. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people in the NFL are not saints. So you can't say, well, we can't get him because he did this. I'm pretty right. sure they all done something. I mean, I mean, it's a lot of guys out there that's done a lot. But I just mm-hmm. feel like when you have the opportunity. And it, here's another thing about the combine. Like I said, they, they do IQ tests. They do uh, mental evaluations. Exactly. Like that is the perfect person to have there so you mm-hmm. can find out what this kid is really about mm-hmm. and i felt like they, they missed out on a, a great opportunity you know to to actually find out so i mean i'm not condoning what he did no i, I no, I, no no have, have you seen the video <laughs> yeah that was all you can <laughs> that was not a good thing i mean that that uh, it, it was hard to watch man yeah, but it's exactly. like i got sisters and a mother and so yeah I, I know what you're saying but but you know it I mean, that to me, that was the perfect opportunity to have that kid in there and and you know find out what he's about. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I yeah. missed out on it. No shade to the police officers, but I've also seen police officers knock some woman out before. I see them lose a job. Exactly. Did they get fined or fired or something like that? No. So if if he's there, I think the Lions have the. I want to say it's the fifty third pick in the second round. Okay. Would you take him? With all this baggage, that's saying that one my boy is going down. Down take former, he's going, and to me, I'm, I'm like you. I want the Lions to go all defense. 
set mm-hmm. first two rounds. I want I want TJ Watt and I want a um, defensive end. Yeah, okay. So that's saying that TJ Watt is going, but she probably will be going to uh, Green Bay. He's from Wisconsin. I can't see them passing him up. He's well, I mean, we can we get Watt in the back of your jersey. Exactly. Yeah, you, you don't pass that up. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's there, you know, I'm. I've been looking at his film. I never really saw his film until I looked at it a couple of days ago. And nice I'm looking piece. at him like, he's nice. Don't get me wrong. He's nice. He's quick. He's fast. I'm like, is he a receiver? Is he a running back? I mean, he could do everything. Right. But I feel like we supposedly have that in the running backs that we have. We have the scat back of um, Amir Abdullah or Theo Reddick. Mm-hmm. I want a big guy to make people say, God, oh, we're going to get the Lions? <laughs> oh. Man. Defense is going to be sweating and stuff, you know. Right. Joe, he would come with too much um, baggage and, you know, people complaining about this. Oh, how could you draft someone who beat a woman, blah, blah, blah type of stuff. Oh, you're definitely going to get protests. Oh, yeah, you're going to have all the, you know, the the feminist groups out there. You know, and, you know, that's that's their right. But you're you're, you're, going to have to deal with that. You're definitely going to have to deal with that. And I heard something I was listening to a little um, podcast before I came here that they said that Martha – you know, her being the owner of the Lions, mm-hmm. she just won an award for something, but with, with women. Mm-hmm. So for her to draft, to say be okay with drafting Joe Mixon, that's going to, you know, that's that's going to be a little difficult for her to swallow, right? And or then, for her to sell. And then I don't know if you remember, but like during the combine, uh, Bob Quinn was he was when I dare say it, like I'm disappointed he's not here. We, I Shout out to Bob Quinn for doing that too. That was right. big for him to do that. I mean, and and that does two things. Number one, it lets you know, it lets other players with like you know issues know mm-hmm. that, hey, you know, maybe the Lions, you know, would actually take a chance on me. And two, it kind of throws all the other teams off because like now they're thinking, oh, the Lions want Joe Mixon. Exactly. Well, maybe they don't. Maybe they're not even looking at this guy. Mm-mm. But maybe somebody will draft Joe Mixon. Like so we can get T.J. Watt. <laughs> <laughs> it is a possibility. Right. I like that. I, 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 I thought it was, a, it was a big move for him. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go back to uh, the Lions' biggest needs going into the draft. Any besides running back, any other um, linebacker? <laughs> there's, there's no question about it. I heard a stat today. They say they had zero interceptions from the linebackers, zero fumbles, and something else. I forgot what it was. I don't think it was sacks and something like that. Fumbles or something like that. Might have been. Yeah. That's not a really good thing to hear. We we, as far as I'm concerned, we only have one starting linebacker on this team, and that's. Um, Whitehead, mm-hmm. and honestly, Whitehead is he's he's a he's a, a average to maybe above average player. But you know, if if I had my brothers, we would be trying to find someone to replace him. But right now, he's our best linebacker. Well, you you know how it is in Detroit. We get that one good player, people <laughs> fall in love with. Right. Oh, that's my guy. That's my well, who's for the Tigers? Who was it? Um. It was a couple years ago. It was um, it was it was a it was a, it was a white player too. What was his name? That everyone loved, but he wasn't that really good. I think it was a third baseman or Talk Brandon Inge. Yeah, everybody loved Brandon oh, Inge. Everybody loved Brandon Inge in Detroit. Don't get me started on that guy. That guy was a bum. Exactly. He reminded me of Tim Tebow, man. It's just like, oh, we love him. Yeah, but yeah. he sucks. Exactly. But we love. But him. we love him. That's He's how cute. that's how Detroit is. Uh, anyway. Yeah, linebacker is definitely. Uh, I think I, honestly, I think we need linebacking 
help more than the defensive end? Or, oh, absolutely. Because uh, we don't have anybody. Yeah, we we have defensive end. We have um, Cliff Averill. He's good at rushing the passer. We have uh, Cliff Averill. What's that? What's that? That's a Cliff Averill. <laughs> <laughs> and then the look at your face was like, wait, what? Wait, did I miss something? You mean uh, Ziggy? Ziggy, thank you. <laughs> we got Ziggy. We got um, a great corner. Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. So we got the secondary and the primary taken care of. All we need is that middle. Somebody and, in the middle. And I think we do need another defensive end on the other side of Ziggy. But oh yeah, I will definitely. We don't have that. we don't have any linebackers. Yeah, but we need any linebackers. The, the guy I want is Hassan Reddick from Temple. Oh yes, that's that's my guy. That's everybody's looking at. Um, you you mentioned uh, T.J. Watts from Wisconsin. I mm-hmm. think he's a good player. I I rather I think I want Hassan Reddick because that guy. He he killed it at the combine. Mm-hmm. He he's basically when he was at Temple, he he was the defense. He he made all the calls. He was the captain of that defense. The guy's all over the field, and we need that guy. Oh, um, absolutely. Watts is definitely a good player. Um, Davis down in Florida, I think his name is Gerard Davis. Mm-hmm. He's a good player, but yeah, I, I, I want Hassan Reddick. You heard of um, I think it was Zachary Cunningham. He's a middle linebacker from uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player too. Mm-hmm. I, if if I, if I got my druthers, the Lions traded back, and they got him like towards the end of the first round, or if they traded so far back and they went to the top of the second round, they got him. Mm-hmm. I'd be definitely happy with that too, because I mean you can get more players um, with the other picks that you you pick up, but. If they stay at 21, mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick is the guy that I want. Oh, yeah, there. absolutely. That's but, number one. But from what I'm hearing, this guy's moving up draft boards right now, which I'm not too happy with. Uh, you're I, getting too much recognition. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm not liking that, man. You know, to me, I think it's so hard to find a uh, linebacker because you don't know, can you know, will he fit a 4-3 system? Because, you know, everybody do that 3-4 system now. Mm. Does Do these teams, do they run a 4-3 system? Do you know how to play? Do we need you to rush, cover? What, I mean? Exactly. It's kind of hard to find a linebacker. It, it, it is. And it, it depends on what kind of system you run. Exactly. Um, and that's why I like Hassan Reddick. Because Reddick, he can play defensive end or he can play linebacker. He He's just that versatile. He can be a pass rusher or he can, you know, you know, command the middle at the linebacker position. That's why I think – I personally think he's the best linebacker in this draft. Well, and absolutely. If, if absolutely. he's there at 21, I, w- I would take him. What about a boy from um, Bama, though? <laughs> Ruben Foster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss a Bama boy. You got to take that. <laughs> but he ain't going to be there, but you got to take well, that. Well, no, he, he might be there. You I'm, think so? You didn't, you, did you hear about what happened? Why what? Failed a drug test at the combine. Oh, uh, that's a problem. <laughs> So once again, let's play the whole uh, on, J- Joe Mixon man. card. Now here's the thing: he he failed the drug test, right? But they, he didn't test positive for anything. He had a diluted sample, mm. and I, I I don't I don't remember exactly what his excuse was, but I think he said something like he had like food poisoning before the combine, and he was drinking a lot of Gatorade and water to try and you know, because he was losing weight, so he was trying to. Get some water weight on it. But his his sample was so diluted that it automatically counts as a failed test. So. That might hurt him. But you guys got to realize, too, he got kicked out of the combine, too, because he got into, like, an argument with some of the officials there. So there's red flags on this kid. I like his attitude, yeah. I already like his attitude. He's mean. I'm, I need my full players to be mean. I don't need you to be nice guys. I don't need you to be mean like right. Indominus was. And then they ran him out of here. So. Oh, no, I didn't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, I blame you, Mike Valenti. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ruben Foster was, you know, basically a he was, you know, projected to go in the top ten, but with this coming up, he might be there at twenty one. So mm-hmm. at twenty one, mm-hmm. would you if if you had to choose between uh Watts, Reddick, or Foster? Ooh, man. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> I'll take Reddit. Okay, that's my guy too. Dang, I hate to say that because I want Watts so bad. I want him. I want him in the second round. I want him to just be lurking around the second round, right there for us to pick up. Oh yeah. Um, any any other major needs from this team you, you can think of? Not necessarily just in the first round, but just positions that this oh, team needs to, needs I mean, to fill up. Um, another receiver, right? Uh, our running back, where is that running back? Um, I think we need another tight end. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't really want to say it. Not in the first round. Not, not in the first round. OJ Howard there. <laughs> <laughs> if OJ Howard's there, I'm I'm definitely trading out of that pick. Ooh, you can definitely get something for that. You yeah. get something for that pick. If, if if Njoku or Howard are there, I would try to trade out of that pick for someone that wants that, that guy. Mm. I, I just can't. I can't take a tight end in the first round, man. It, it makes my ass itch, man. Lions <laughs> have done it twice. <laughs> it pisses me off, man. I heard they said. Uh, I read somewhere they said that uh, New Orleans was be willing to take them. Oh, that, he, yeah. I mean, that's either Jimmy Graham right back. Either one of them, uh, in Joku or uh, OJ Howard, he mm-hmm. fit them perfectly. And they got the thirty-two pick. I would love for them to trade down to thirty-two. Mm-hmm. If they could trade down to thirty-two and get, I don't know, maybe a third. As well, or maybe a couple fours, fifths, couple, you know, just you know, a bunch of picks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. No, you was saying earlier before we was getting started. You said there was a uh, tight end that you was interested. in. Who was you interested in? Um, it's a couple guys. Um, one of them is the kid from Mississippi, uh, Evan Ingram. He would probably go in the second round. I don't know if I would take a tight end in the second round, but if the Lions did it, I wouldn't be too mad about it. Um, there's a kid named Everett from, I think his name is Everett. He went to Ashland University. No one's ever heard of this school before, mm-hmm. but the kid is six foot eight and he's a beast. Oh, I like them already. I don't know if I don't know if you watched the combine this year, but I saw some of it. The the, the tight end class this year is it's a lot of great players that's coming out at the tight end position this year. So. I think if you wait to the third, second or third round, you can definitely get some some really good tight ends, and that can come in right away and then fill in a need. And you got to realize too, Eric Ebron, he's coming close to like the end of his rookie contract, and you got to make that decision: like, is he worth re-signing to a long-term deal, mm-hmm. or do you you know bring in someone and have them take over at that tight end spot? I think we can find. Someone in this draft that can take over for Eric Ebron. What and about it, Jake Butt? This good Jake, man. Jake Butt is a great. If you can get Jake, if the Lions got Jake Butt in like the third round, yeah, buddy. I'll be happy as hell. I'll be real happy. I mean, he might not play this year mm-hmm. because of, you know the injury. Mm-hmm. And if he does come back this year, he's not going to be a hundred percent. But yeah, if they got Jake Butt. I'd definitely be happy with that. I'm mad at it. Shit, Jake Butt probably was going to be a first round pick mm-hmm. before he got hurt. So mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, if you can, you know. Little buddy never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, tight end. I think we need to get a tight end at one point. Wide receiver. I agree. We definitely need a pass rusher, linebacker, running back. How about a run blocker? How about that? Do you think? Um, 
what's his name? Uh, Nas doing gonna be okay. Who? Um, did we lose him or something? Wait, who did you say? Aloe Naha. The defensive tackle for Detroit Lions. Oh, I thought you said run blocker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said run stopper. Okay. Well, that's, uh, did I say run stopper or run blocker? I probably, I probably, I probably said run blocker. I probably did say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Run stopper. Yeah, we definitely need. Defensive tackle, we definitely need a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. A guy that I like is Chris Wormley from Michigan. I really mm-hmm. like Chris Wormley. Mm-hmm. Um, my man uh, uh, McDowell from Michigan State, I like him too. Okay. Uh, no, you probably don't like that one, but you know. No, no, I like it. I, I saw <laughs> uh, there was someone that had, that had um, a top 50 pick, and well, no, it was top 20 or something like that. He just missed the cuff. And I, was, I looked at his film. I was like, man. Yeah, I mean, when, when, he's, when he's motivated, the guy – he, he could definitely be a first round pick. He might still be a first round pick, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, if he's there for the Lions in the second round and they draft him, hey, I got no problem with it. that. But um, so we, we kind of talked about you know what the needs on the team. We talked about you know what we would kind of do with that pick. Um, what could the Lions do <laughs> in this draft that would piss you off? Not address the needs that we just talked about. I mean, if they if they first pick is a if their first pick is a wide receiver, I might just throw my TV into the river. I mean, that would be like, uh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> For me, it's it's tight end. First pick. I, I mean, uh, if they go tight end in the first round, man, I would be pissed. Uh, I think we got a good um, commissioner. On, I mean, Jim. I don't think he would do something that crazy. I don't know. Cause I, I can't hear. <laughs> I keep I keep hearing tight end. Like Mike Mike talked about it. I, I've heard uh, my man Daniel Jeremiah from uh, NFL Network talking about the Lions like uh, Njoku and OJ Howard. I mean, those two are beasts. They are. They they really are. I see. That's the tight end that I can get behind. Pause. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the tight end I wouldn't mind them having if they get him. I'm like, yeah, we can work. We can do that. And you know, with, with them, you know, drafting tight ends in the past. Those were, that was a different regime, mm-hmm. so it really shouldn't affect what this team does now. But I just don't want them drafting a the tight end in the first round. I'm, I, I totally get that, especially know. when you have all these needs on defense. And mm-hmm. like, my mindset is, you draft defense. Yeah, and you you especially now they they have an offensive line, they have the quarterback, mm-hmm. um, they have two starting wide receivers. You know, some people might argue how good they really are, but you have two starting receivers. You have a starting tight end, mm-hmm. even though you might not like them. But you just don't draft luxury positions in the first round. That's just the way. I, unless you're at that point. Yeah, we're not. If at you're that the point. Patriots and they take a tight end in the first round, I'm nobody with black eye. They get a punter. <laughs> wow, they got that punter, yo, <laughs> man. Yeah, but when you have major holes on your defense. Mm-hmm. Got to go defense. If, if they didn't draft a running back or a wide receiver until the fourth round, their first three picks were defensive players. Mm-hmm. Dream, dream draft for me. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen. They got to, they got to take an offensive player somewhere. In the top what, two. what have you been seeing when you've been looking? I'm not pretty sure you've been looking at these mock drafts. Mm-hmm. How many? What have you seen that they say the Lions going to get consistently? What person or position? But like that, um, they don't necessarily have to be the person. The the position I keep seeing the most is. Defensive and linebacker. Those, those are the two positions I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, tight end. Mm. 
That you did say thing now. Like you said three times. Because yeah. I looked at a couple. I saw the first two I looked at, they said the kid from uh, Missouri, the defensive man. Harris. Harris. Yeah. yeah. They said his name. Oh, Charles Harris. Yeah, Charles, Charles Harris. Yeah. They said his name a lot. And then it was, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Tack McKinley from uh, UCLA. No, no, I was never thinking of the coach. Um, he was the coach for uh, San Francisco and he coached here. Um, you know, the, uh, he used to be the coach of San Francisco 49ers and he coached the Detroit Lions. Oh, uh, uh, Mariucci? Yeah, Mo- well, Mooch. He did, um, he had something on, I think it was on the NFL Network. He had all the pass rushers. And he had uh, a oh, bunch uh, of the video. Playmakers, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. G- game changers. Game, game changers, changers yeah. yeah. And uh, he had Charles Harris. He had uh, Solomon. He had the uh, guy from Alabama. And he had JJ, TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. He said he's all the great pass rushers that's probably going to come out. And he was, they was showing him, um, who was it? It was um, DeMarcus Ware and um, the guy he used to be with, uh, New England. Um he used to be right outside linebacker back in the day when um, they won their first championship. Willie McGinnis? Yeah. They were teaching them how to hit the cones and showing them t- different techniques and stuff. And I was just happy to see that Charles Harris, a possible lion, was one of the group that was on there. You know what? I, I keep hearing this name. Um, matter of fact, I was watching uh, ESPN's mock draft thing with uh, – Mel Kiper and Ty Mache. Mm-hmm. I hate Mel Kiper. Who doesn't? Like I can't him? stand him. But he chose Charles Harris for the Detroit Lions. So, mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't know a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, from from what you saw from the kid, what what did you see? I like what I saw. I mean, he 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 gets at the pass. He gets at the quarterback with no problem. He tears through offensive line like tissue paper. Okay. And his nickname, I love his nickname. His nickname is Black Ice. <laughs> he said they call Bucket Ice because you never see it coming. I said, you know what? That'd be perfect for Detroit Lions. Wow. Well, let's, let's let's look into let's look at a mock draft. I'm okay. I'm I'm really partial to WalterFootball.com. That's my favorite. Anytime I'm looking at mock drafts, that's where I go. I, honestly, I feel like they it, a lot of times they're, they're pretty close to you know what really happens. You gotta so, sell me on it. I was already on there. So I'm I'm looking at who they have the Detroit Lions taking at number 21, and it's your guy, T.J. Watt. Okay. Ooh, okay, I like that. <laughs> now, here's what's funny. Mm-hmm. So at number 21, they got T.J. Watt. Number 22, my guy, Hassan Reddick, going to the Dolphins. Number three, they got the Giants taking Zach Cunningham. Ooh. So basically that means that all three of those guys are were there for the Lions, right? Mm-hmm. If you had your choice of those three guys, who would you go with? Oh, I already said I would go with Hassan. Is that Reddick? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do like TJ. But they say that he had um, – his only problem they say with TJ is he had a knee injury. Mm. And he missed like two two years, I think he missed. He only had one really big year, mm-hmm. but I think it was, was just last year. But um, I think he missed two years. But I know he had a knee injury. So it's like, you know, the them white boys can't stay healthy. You <laughs> see what his brother doing. So I'm like, ah. Man, you know what? <laughs> Detroit Lions got a history of drafting injured players. Oh, man. don't so, you know yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, of, of those three, I would definitely go with uh, Hassan Reddick. Like I said, that's that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Let, let me let me bring this guy up. You're a Michigan man, <clears throat> just uh, Jabril Peppers, J P. In in this mock draft, he's not taken in the first round. He's taken in the second round, and he goes. He's the first pick in the second round to the Cleveland Browns. Um, wow, every Michigan I go to Cleveland. I don't understand <laughs> that. I never got that. 
Um, what's your thoughts on Jabril? Where do you where do you think he number one? What position do you think he plays? I saw in my driver. They said that he was gonna go to to um, New England and be the safety. And they said that he'll learn under the build a chip way. Mm-hmm. And then you know Tom Brady there with him, his Michigan buddy and stuff like that. And they would teach him the right way. They probably probably mostly use him on punt returns, kick returns at first, and then he'll just learn to play the position. The guy's a monster at kick return. Oh yeah. yeah. Would you want the Lions to draft him at twenty one? Oh, because I need a linebacker. Unless okay. you can rest assured we can get TJ White. Unless you can guarantee me we're gonna get a linebacker. Then no, I wouldn't want him to draft because I want a linebacker. Okay. And in this mock draft, they have uh Charles Harris going to the Jets at thirty nine. Uh, Tack McKinley, a guy I brought up, they got him going to the Panthers at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy we talked about, Joe Mixon, they have him going 41 to the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Um, let me see, another guy that I like, uh, Gerard Davis, he's going to the Saints at 42. So just some guys that we talked about already, you know, mm-hmm. throwing their names out there. Um, Malik McDowell going to the Ravens at 47. That'd be a good for him. Ah, the tight end I was talking about, um, Evan Ingram. They got him going 51 to the Broncos. You know what they said? They also said O.J. Howard going to the Broncos. I was like, ooh. Beast. So, that would be problems. So the Lions are at 53. Um, they have the Lions taking <laughs> probably my, my favorite name in this year's draft, Mr. Uh, Raekwon McMillan from Ohio State, linebacker. I don't remember, remember that name. Beast. Beast? If they can get him in the second round, I'm happy as shit. Right now, as far as this draft goes, they got him taking Watts and McKinley, two linebackers with the first two picks. Mm-hmm. If they do that, no complaints. <sighs> Only thing I would do, I would, I would take a sign Reddick over Watts, but, you know, they said three linebackers there for him in the first round. But if they can get um, – one of those three linebackers in the first round and get a Raekwon McMillan in the second round. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do after that, at that point, is, is up to them. But I would be happy with that. I mean, you see what I got on, right? Of course. Got the Michigan square on. Mm-hmm. I can't root for an Ohio State player that comes to Michigan. I don't. My cousin tells me, NBOD, what's the shout-out to you, baby? He tells me all the time, once that person leaves, I just, my person just leaves. Just go, you got to leave that behind. I can't leave it behind. So you, you want them to get rid of uh, Taylor Decker? We got Decker? Decker's our left tackle, man. Oh, yeah, that is right. God, Hey, dog. that kid is a beast. Hey, he is a beast. God. I guess I'm going to have to. I mean, I can accept that. Well, and, and here's what's funny. So, guess who they have going at 54 the next pick? Mm. Mr. Chris Wormley, defensive tackle from Michigan. Mm. So, if you had your choice, Chris Wormley at defensive tackle or Raekwon McMillan, the linebacker? <laughs> you dirty. I see what you're doing there. You dirty. What? Oh, that's dirty. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just naming the people that's going around that pick. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, do I take the Michigan man at a position I say we don't need, or do I get the Ohio State player? Or right, let, let me throw another one in position there. position that we need. Let me throw another one in there. At 58, they have Jordan Lewis from Michigan going to um, Seattle. Uh-huh. So, if you had to choose between Chris Wormley, um, Raekwon McMillan, or – uh, Jordan Lewis, who would you take it at fifty three for the Lions? Uh, my Michiganess won't let me allow me to ask that question. <laughs> the new word of the day, people, is Michiganness. Yes, Michiganness. My Michiganness won't, uh, won't allow me to ask that question. 
No, I would. I, no, seriously. Um, I could. Think, I, I think I could put that aside and I'll go get the linebackers. I said we need the linebacker. Okay. So, God. so in, in this mock draft, we got. I changed your mind. No, I, no, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> we got two linebackers going to the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm looking through um, some of the other picks coming up after that. Um, running back that I talked about, Marlon Mack from South Florida. They got him going 82 to the Broncos. I'm in the third round right now. Oh, wow. oh the tight end I was talking about, Everett from uh, South Alabama. He They got him going in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. With the third round pick, ooh, this got really interesting. Mm. Another tight end that I really like, uh, Jordan Leggett from Clemson. They got the Lions taking him at number 85 in the third round. But – the next pick after that. Take a wild guess. Wait a minute. Say it, say it again. You said they got. They got at 85. They got the Lions taking Jordan Leggett, a tight end from Clemson. But the next pick, the Minnesota Vikings take a player that you, you really like. Not, the, not my running back. Yep. God. Mm, no, 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 no. It's definitely that running back. Definitely my man, Deontay Foreman. Yeah. And my, my guy, uh, Kareem Hunt from Toledo, he goes a few picks later at 88 to the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, let's take uh, – oh, they got Jake Butt going at 94 to the – of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course. He, he would fit there. Um, so, uh, let's, let's take a look at some of the players that went – at our pick and, and later. So let's just throw Jake Butt out there, uh, my running back, Kareem Hunt, your running back, uh, Foreman, and tight end Everett. Of those guys, who would you rather the Lions take at 85? <laughs> you really can answer me? Hey, I, you really can answer me, right? Just, okay. Hey, just formalities, man. Foreman. Give me Foreman. Okay. I don't care who they are. Over Jake Butt, the Michigan man? Unfortunately, yes, because I need a running back. I don't need a tight end. I need a running back. Okay. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud no, you of you. I'm, I'm growing. I'm you, growing. You put your Michigan this I can put the Michigan this aside. No, wait a minute. Here's my tight end. Adam she- Shahi from uh, Ashland University. That's my guy. Okay. They got him going 104 to the Chiefs. Mm, I think I would rather have him over uh, Leggett from uh, Clemson. But, yeah, of those players, I would probably go with. So you mean to tell me the Lions can get a linebacker, a defensive end, and a running back, and a running back I want if everything goes according to this? I mean, you know, knowing that everything, nothing goes according to plan. Everything right. always gets messed up some kind of way. Right, like so it's, makes it's a just crazy a trade. It's just right. mocking. Everything makes a crazy trade. Anything can happen. But if that can happen, I'm going to every Lions game. You, I'm going to record. I will go to every Lions game if that happens. You give me a good linebacker, a two great li- two good linebackers in the first two rounds. In the first rounds? Yeah. According to this mock draft, they had T.J. Watts, mm-hmm. and then they got uh, Raekwon McMillan in the second round. So, mm-hmm. so you feel two two really good linebackers, and they get – in this mock draft, it's a tight end, but your running back is there. Mm-hmm. If I can get him, I'm going to every Lions game. That's a lot of money, man. It really is. I sure ain't got no money. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was looking up uh, the tickets they have already on uh, – Step up, man. It's a little, little spicy. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the schedule a little bit later. But, oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's, let's go to the fourth round, see if anybody uh, – what the hell is that? See, now I see what Mike and Terry uh, talk about now when 
Uh, they try to look up stuff on, the, on their computers and it screws up. Oh, yes. It's like, because <laughs> you should go to my draft. My computer say, oh, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, scrolling through trying to see if anybody interesting, you know, catches my eye. Nah, nobody really. But at 127 in the fourth round, the Lions take Isaiah Ford, wide receiver from Virginia Tech. I don't know anything about that kid. What's up with some of these um, players? Because I heard some players, you know, the mock drafts early, and then all of a sudden they just plummeted. Like, I heard the, the best receiver is supposed to be some guy named D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook from uh, Oklahoma. I'm like, okay, what the freak happened? Because he was first, he was number one. Now I don't even see him on the board no more. Um, with him. I know he's small. Yeah, his size is one of he. He was definitely a top five guy, mm-hmm. but uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, John Ross popped up at the combine and ran oh, the yeah, fastest yeah, forty yeah, time yeah. Uh, recorded. So that pushed him out. And then you have, uh, you know, you have uh, pro day combine, pro days. You know, teams get private workouts, and you know they get to see these players up close and personal. So, I mean, if I if I remember correctly, that he's definitely still considered a top ten wide receiver, maybe even like you know, in the middle of that pack. So he'll probably still go in the, you know, second or third round or something like that. But, yeah, I've, I've definitely seen him fall down draft boards. Plummeted was more like it. Because <laughs> I'm looking right now. I'm on um, what's I'm on, I'm on the uh, NFL.com looking at the top performance of the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And I see Ross, the full 2-2. Then I see Jalen Merrick from uh, Minnesota ran a four two eight. I'm like, God, oh, these boys are getting quicker and quicker. Yep. I do like one person from Ohio State. I I shame myself for saying this. I know my boy City is gonna be laughing at me when you hear this. Uh what up, City? Um What up, dude? Curtis Samuel. <laughs> he put on a spectacle against the Michigan Wolverines when I saw him that last yes, play. I was like, uh, who the freak is this? Yes, <laughs> Where have you been? I remember that because I was in Mississippi watching it like, what the hell just happened? Exactly. <laughs> um, according to this mock draft, the Detroit Lions select Brian Allen, cornerback from Utah in the fifth round. I wouldn't mind anybody from Utah. or Especially like an offensive lineman either because I think they... Uh, I like big schools like that, um, Utah, Wisconsin. You get an offensive lineman from one of them two schools, I think mm-hmm. you'd be just fine. Yeah, but they got us taking the corner. I, I've heard, if I'm not mistaken, he he performed pretty well at the combine. But um, why he's going this late, that I'm not sure about. Um, well, let me ask you this: We're I'm getting here into the fifth and sixth rounds of this mock draft. Um, usually, this is where you start thinking about either finding those players that are, are good but have problems like your your Joe Mixons, your mm-hmm. your Jake Butts have injury problems, mm-hmm. uh Sidney Jones, he has injury problems, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or you start taking um kind of shots in the dark. Ooh, wow. Okay. I just found D D Westbrook. He's going two hundred and three to the Broncos on this. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But you know, wow. you if you see him, he is kind of small. I think he's I think they say he weighed in at like one seventy three. I was like one seventy three. Wow. Um, but yeah, once you get this late in the draft, this is when you start taking, you know, flyers on players. And well, let me ask you, is there, is there any position that isn't necessarily a need, but 
if we can get somebody good late in the draft, is there a position that you would you would look at this late in the draft? Not a, it's not necessarily a need for this team right now, but mm-hmm. if we can just get somebody who we, you think can be a really good player at that position that you you would uh, look at. Uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't be no complaints if you said fifth and sixth, right? Yeah, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick later on. I mean, if it's a great quarterback that everybody thought, like, wow, I can't believe he slipped this far, take him. <laughs> My thoughts is that. You don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford might want to go play for the Texans. I don't know. <laughs> Big at you a quarterback. My thoughts exactly. Here in the sixth round, they got the Lions selecting Elijah Lee, linebacker from Kansas State University. So they got him taking three linebackers in this draft. They need it. And I I will not complain at all. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see who else pops up. Uh, Ryan Glasgow, defensive tackle from Michigan. His brother plays. Was it? He's a guard. Hmm. Yeah, he's a guard slash center for the Lions right now. I I, I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, come here if, if uh, they they want to bring him in a defensive tackle. What about uh, Taco? You know what? I got to go back and see because what. I've been hearing that name. I'm like, who the freak is that? Because all I've been hearing was this, you know. Um, peppers and players like they you know the um and the the corners. I ain't I forgot they had a defensive line, and they said Taco nice. Yeah, I've seen Mount Grass where he's going number was it eight or nine. To, yeah. to the uh, Bengals. Yeah. I mean, early on I saw him going to the Detroit Lions in Mount Grass, but now mm-hmm. now the process is going a little further. I'm seeing him going higher up. Mm-hmm. So, from what I hear about him. He's not the fastest guy, but he has a great motor, so he gets to the quarterback. That's but, all I need. But what they were saying is that basically he fits into what Cincinnati does because he's a, he's a really long, got really long arms. He's tall, mm-hmm. so he fits what they like to do. Okay. So if, if the the Bengals take him, it's because I mean he just fits their system perfectly. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's players better than him where the Lions would draft at. Mm-hmm. I think they'll, they'll be around there, but. I mean, if he came here, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain at all. Mm. Um, also, Michigan, <laughs> also in the sixth round, the Lions—they got the Lions taking Aaron Jones, running back from UTEP. So, but uh, mm. a name on here that I like, Chad Kelly from Mississippi, quarterback. He's uh, Jim Kelly's nephew. Mm. So, and uh, I don't know if you ever watched the show um, Last Chance You on Netflix. No, it's about. Um, it's about a Division two school. No, mm-hmm. this is about a junior college. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, players that you know have you know, grade issues, they get into trouble. They they tend to go to junior colleges. You JUCO. Know. Yeah, JUCOs, and mm-hmm. um, you know, go down there, keep your nose clean, get their grades back up, and mm-hmm. then they tend to go back to uh, the big schools. Right. And Chad Kelly is one of these guys. I don't remember exactly what the issue was, but um, he went down to. I think I want to say it was Eastern Mississippi University and uh, worked his way back up to Mississippi, and he, he's a pretty good quarterback. So I wouldn't mind seeing the Lions take him in the sixth or seventh round if he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Especially, like I said, I'll go at that point, I'm looking at them last names. <laughs> 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 and you got a little history being, you said it was Jim Kelly. Um, nephew. Nephew. Yep. Hey, perfect. Yep. So, all right, that, that's his mock draft. I, I I like this mock draft, you know. Mm-hmm. Two linebackers, well, three linebackers in this one. You get a running back. Don't don't know a lot about them, but I'm liking the positions I'm seeing in this mock draft. So if they they can follow this one, I'll be happy with that. 
So um, let's let's talk about let's say after the draft. So let's say they they go ahead and they follow this uh, mock draft, and this is how they 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 decide to draft. And after that, they add two linebackers. So they they fill their needs at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. They get a starting tight end. Um, they get a corner who can probably compete for maybe not even a start, starting job, but he can be a nickel corner or that backup corner because we tend to go through corners a lot. Mm. Um, some stick. Some stick. Yeah. yeah. So if this draft works out, mm-hmm. what are your expectations for this team going into the season at that point? See, I don't like – see, the thing is they, they got them getting three rookie linebackers. Yeah. Now, if they get three rookie linebackers and they actually start – I'm a little uh, skeptical about that. Skeptical about that because I can't see three rookie uh, linebackers starting in the, in the NFL. That's, that's well, a little scary. I mean, you know, we do get Paul. It'll be it'll be probably two of them. I can two. see uh, Raekwon McMillan. Well, let's just say go with this one. Uh, they get your guy T.J. Watts. Mm-hmm. Um, T.J. Watts, Raekwon McMillan, and uh, I think they would go with Tamir Whitehead as their. Other starters, so oh, okay. Yeah. So you go in with those three uh, linebackers. Mm-hmm. The offensive line revamped. You added you had another tight end who I think is a really good tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Stafford under the new contract. Mm-hmm. You draft a running back, but you you bring him in as kind of like a body and hoping that he turns into something. But you're you got a healthy Amir Abdullah coming in. You got a healthy Theo Riddick and mm-hmm. and uh, Zach Zenner. Uh, the moves they made in free agency with defense. At that point, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel this is a team that can compete. You know, you give me something we can work with. You already uh, shaped up the offensive line. All right. You're getting you addressing needs at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you address need at defensive ends. I mean, uh, defensive um, backs. Right. Uh, you probably will probably get another defensive end. With um, Ziggy. Yeah, and you got to realize, too, um, once they lock up Stafford's contract, they'll there'll probably be some money left over that they can they'll work and get, like, a later free agent. I, I think they will spend that money on Bolden. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it might be a defensive end or a linebacker that gets cut somewhere, and uh, you need to, you know, fill a spot. They'll use some of that money on a player like that. But uh, – if you if you had to guess, we'll, we'll jump into the schedule for for in a minute. But you know, one, one, after the draft and, and once you get closer to camp, like, are you expecting them to you know be at least where they were last year? Do you expect them to be better or worse? I expect them to be better. Matter of fact, if they do all that. I might actually go attend one of the little um, um, practice things they be showing early in oh, the uh, season. The open practices. Yeah, I might actually go to open practice to see what's going on. <laughs> um. Man, I've been to one of those in a long time. You've been to one though? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I remember the last one I went to. Um <laughs> can't be good. The 0 and 16 season. Man. Oh, when you say your buddy home, then. <laughs> I remember that year, man. Because I, re- I remember watching Roy Williams. I'm like, that guy doesn't want to be here. Man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm watching this, this practice. I'm like, man, that man is quitting on his team right now. Oh. And they end up trading them uh, later on that year. Mm. And, oh, I remember that. Cause I don't know how they got that, though. Cause people kept talking about, oh, man, Lions going to make the playoffs this year. I'm like, dude, I was there. They're not making the playoffs <laughs> this year, man. This is not a good team. But um, 
yeah, it's a lot of fun going to one of those. So if you, yeah, if you get a chance, man, I say definitely go check that out. Okay, man. but uh, even even after all of this, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's just because I'm a negative person, man. I still see them being like a. You know, mid range, maybe eight and eighteen. You sound like my cousin so much, but I tell you, y'all need to be cousins. Y'all need to be cousins because that's the way y'all be talking. Yeah, it's just you don't have, you don't believe in mass average. I can't I really blame you. I, I can't. I can't blame you. You don't believe in them, but I'm a Lions fan. I, I got no choice. I got to believe. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have. to. You said you can show me a better way. <laughs> you don't have to believe, but and, and then at the same time, I think. Um, this year, I feel like Minnesota. Oh, we escape. We escape Minnesota. I don't know how we escape that. Minnesota is a better team, team than people realize, and I think them losing uh, half the t- staff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> injuries. Injuries. It, it really messed them up, man. Mm-hmm. So if if they can get back on track, that's going to be a problem. Green Bay's it's always a problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's just hard for me to you know just uh, jump on it and then well let's go ahead and look at the schedule man this schedule is brutal yeah it's fun but brutal is it well okay as far as the layout of the schedule I love it because basically they they go home away home away home away home away mm. but the teams that they're playing man like let's, let's let's run through it man only thing I didn't like was that we got to play New York in New York I wanted it to be here. So I can see Odell because I didn't go to that Monday night game. I should have went to that Monday night game when they beat. Well, I don't think Odell was playing, Dan. Nah, I don't think he was there yet. No, he wasn't there yet. Actually, I was at that game. Okay. The season, season opener. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, I don't think Odell was there yet. We need some of them mic drops from 97.1. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he was I was there. in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, let, let's run through the schedule, man. We'll just do a simple, you know, win loss. Win loss, man. All right. Now, let me let me uh, get a little piece of paper here, All right. Mister CF. All right. So let's go ahead and run through this schedule. First game of the year, home mm. against the Arizona Cardinals. Well, Arizona Cardinals. They lost a lot of good players on their team. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know if they recovered. You know, they recovered them players because I ain't really looking to see who they got. That I'm not really sure about. Um, see if I can pull up, pull them up real quick. You was at that game, the Arizona Cardinal game, wasn't you? When they uh, when Matt Stafford got benched, mm-hmm. you you cannot go to that game. Whoop! You can't go to that game. <laughs> This is redemption for us. <laughs> man, I I like the Cardinals, man, so I might actually try to make it to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, look, might find <laughs> it to go on blocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at who they signed, um, Jarvis Jones is pretty good, mm-hmm. and Antoine Buffet safety, he's pretty good. Oh, they got him. A- added a kicker. Okay. Um, they still got the same quarterback, right? They need they, they definitely need a quarterback. I, they don't go get a quarterback. That's something wrong with them. I like Carson Palmer, but I can see them taking you know somebody in the maybe the first or the second round. He's fifty. Okay, he needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, win or a loss for you? I'm gonna go off of what this on. Yes, this is on ESPN. Oh. Okay. 
Yeah, Whoop. yeah, they're, yeah. They're never wrong. They're never wrong. Okay. Say. <laughs> <laughs> They said one and over the Detroit Lions. Oh, okay. So you're going to go win? We're going to go win. All right. I'm going to say. Do I want to be nice or do I want to be real with it? No, be real. Because I don't want you saying, oh, I should have said that. All right, I'm going to give him a loss for that one. All right. All right. Second game. Monday night in New York. New York football giants. Number one. The Lions do so well on Monday night football games. They may not always win, but it's a real good game and it's close. Unless. Really? Hmm? Really? Oh, they, they do lose because uh, <coughs> they lost the, the Green Bay game. No, that wasn't Monday night. That was, that was uh, the Cowboys. What? Last year when they got blew up by the Cowboys. That was Monday night. That was Monday uh, Well, you know, hey, I mean, it ain't nothing 100%. <laughs> But, but more or less than none, more likely they are a good team on Monday Night Football. Okay. They don't necessarily win, but they at least give it a good effort. I think they're going to fill themselves off of that Arizona game, and they're going to beat the Giants of New York. Yeah, that's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> that's a loss. That's a loss, okay. Yeah. Um, Even they say it was a loss. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next week they come back home. September 24th to play the defending NFC champion Atlanta Falcons. ATU. What you got? Can I go ahead and fade in for a loss, sir? Yeah, you can go ahead and put that okay. Yeah, that's a loss for me, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have nothing to say. Even though I've seen the game when it went against Atlanta, and it was, at, uh, it was in. Um, what was it? Was it overseas. The London game? Yeah, the London game. Arizona, I mean, you know, Atlanta had 21 points in the first half, and then Atlanta had 21 points in the second half. That's Atlanta thing. They, they'll score a lot of points, but they will also give up a lot of points. But that, that was a different coaching staff, though. That's, the, that's my only thing. Mike yeah. Smith was an idiot. Yeah. The Lions, the Lions were handed that game. Yeah, they were. I mean, you, you take them if you can get them, man, but, yeah, I remember that. I remember that game because I don't know what the hell the coach was doing. He just <laughs> – Handed the Lions a win, and then everybody yeah, like, just give them the pick six. Yeah, go ahead. The Lions are good. Like, no, they're not, man. That's just bad coaching decision. But that's neither here nor there. So that's that's a loss for me. No, I, I ain't gonna last. Wait, wait, wait. So you get them losing three straight games? Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Don't sugarcoat it. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna be real about it. Uh, here we go. They go to. I think is this their first year in that new stadium? I think it is. I mean, unless this just got built today, um, they did go against them before last year. This is Minnesota. They always go against Minnesota. Right, but I think this is their first year in that stadium. Hmm. I think they played at uh, TCF last year, but they go to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Mm -hmm. No no AP, but then again, they didn't have AP anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Or he might be back. I don't know. (laughs) I think they got uh, what Latavius Murray now. Mm. From uh, the Raiders, so mm. what, what's what say you, sir? Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, two and one, right? Uh, so far, yeah, you got a uh, two and one. Uh, let's make it two and two. <laughs> you got them losing. Wow, I think they're gonna feel themselves. I think they're gonna be butt hurt after losing the Atlanta game, and then here come Minnesota to pour pour it on. So here's what's weird. Like I'm, I'm kind of up in the air on this one. Okay, because I think they're going to split with Minnesota. 
Mm-hmm. I think they're split with them. And I, yeah, I think they're split with them. Because they play on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So, I'll go ahead and give them the loss on this one. But you're going to give them the win on, on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I can see that. Um, so, I got them 0-4 right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not looking good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't believe this, man. The next week, the... Carolina football Panthers come to four. Cam. <laughs> oh, Cam. All right. What say you? Every time I play um, Madden, my team I always pick is Carolina Panthers. I used to love the Carolina Panthers. I thought Cam was a very exciting player. They had, a, I like the Wildcats system they ran. Mm-hmm. I like, I love their defense before everything just hit the fan. But. This is the game that Cam wants to show to everybody that Matt Stafford is not the next level quarterback. I, I mean, he already showed that because he won the MVP. But right. everybody was like, oh, no, you, you have some land fans here. They'll say, oh, no, I'll I take Matt Stafford or Cam Newton any day. Cam can't blah, blah, blah. So I think this is the day that Cam shows, him, shows himself that um, he is that guy. So I say that's a loss. Okay. This was a little difficult for me because two years ago, Cam was the man last year. I remember the Panthers, we went to the Super Bowl last mm. year. They didn't look too good. Um, I love to play on last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think in this draft they're going to add a running back. It's either going to be um, Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook, I think. And mm. my gut with the Lions is we went through the mock draft and they went defense in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. My gut is they're not going to do that. I think they're going to try and improve this offense some more. <laughs> See, we were getting another wide right receiver tight end for a something. <laughs> and like we had a hard time stopping the run last year. Mm-hmm. And I, <sighs> if they get a running back, that's going to be dangerous. Yeah, and, I mean they're already dangerous with Jonathan you know, Stewart, but they exactly. get somebody else. So I'm going to go ahead and give them a loss on this one too. Oh, so I got them zero five. Come on, son. Loss? Yeah, I got him got him losing this one, man. So uh, the next week Don't believe the hype, fellas. <laughs> they head on down to the to, to, to Bayou Country and they play the Nowland Saints. Oh, they're in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Oh. See, I was about to say that's a W. We've been whooping them some some awful, but I don't know about being in New Orleans. It depends on who they pick up. See mm-hmm. to me, this is this might be I think we need to come back with this because right now we're going off of what we see them at now. We don't know oh, yeah. who they're going to oh, yeah. draft or right. pick up a free agent. But for right now, I would say they could be New Orleans. Okay. Give them a win? I'll give them a win. I got them winning their first game of the year. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, but then that all changes because the next week they come um, home to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, buddy. So what say you? Well, that's a night game, too. It is. Yeah, this is Sunday, 830. It is. It's an NBC Sunday night game. So what say you? According to ESPN, they got them winning that game, believe it or not. I don't believe it, but they say uh, they got them winning that game. See, the only thing with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has a great linebacker crew. They have um, great, well, not great, but mid-sized linemen, but they have no secondary. (laughs) Well... Uh, well, once again, this is before the draft. So this is before the draft. We'll, we'll definitely revisit this, but I'm uh, pretty sure. If Peppers against the Pittsburgh, we might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what, what say you? I say W. You think they beat them? Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Pittsburgh. I, I think if they beat Pittsburgh, I think this will be, this is, to me, this is the 
master for coming out party. I want to get paid my money type of thing. He has to be somebody big. Oh, I think he gets paid before that. No, he, he's going there, but he needs to be somebody big to, to solidify him getting this much money. Okay. Well, I don't think it's going to happen this game. No, lose. probably not. But and then the week afterwards, they go to Green Bay. Mm. Monday night. Monday night football in Green Bay. So you got back to back primetime games. November 6th in Green Bay. TJ Lane going back home for one time. <laughs> hmm. Aaron Effin Rogers. Eh, I mean, well, I don't know why I'm thinking. Lost. I, I, I'm even going to hold you up. Okay. Lost for you. Uh, and it's lost for ESPN, too. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's lost for me. So at this point, it's the halfway point of the season. Okay, you, you have them going four and four. Woo! I have them going. Dang. That's <laughs> <laughs> a new thing. If you ever say woo, you gotta say tang after that. Uh, you got them going four and four. I have them going one and seven at this point. Wow. So. You know, in, in your scenario, you know they're in the you're in the middle of the pack. You know they're still, you know, still fighting for playoff spot. Right now, I got them getting ready to blow this whole thing up. Yeah, your scenario, the coach is gone, mass effort, he traded. I don't know if this is you know, what I think or wishful thinking, but mm-hmm. you know, because I fucking hate Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim, if you listen, I love you, baby. He's my man. <laughs> he's a great guy. Man. He's a great. Guy. I met him at uh, the Pistons. Damn, just siren myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. He's a good dude, man. It's just I think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. But okay. so halfway point, four and four for you, one and seven for me. And here comes the game that breaks everything right here. They come home to play the Cleveland Browns. Doo-doo Brown. What say you? Oh, come on now. <laughs> Unless they get Tom Brady and Ray Lewis come out retiring and <laughs> something like that, I ain't no way Cleveland gonna beat Detroit. I said it first, okay. five and four. Let you saying that now? They got two first round draft picks, man. Blah, blah. They got a bunch of draft picks too, man. <laughs> it's but no, Cleveland, but no, they'll I, blow it. I, I got, I got, <laughs> I got the Lions winning that game. So this is their second win of the year for me. Mm. Uh, the Lions go to Chicago the next week. Oh, wait a minute. Are they tanking, or is this? Do you just don't think they're going to win? I mean, is this somebody come out in 2018? I, I don't know who come out <laughs> that you looking to see. Someone in 2018 you looking to get? Uh, that's a good question. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, just, you, you sure do have them taking a lot. Because I've seen little mm-hmm. players that's coming out in 2018. Ain't nobody that's you know. I mean, they should have did this last year so we can get Leonard Ford. Hey, there, there you go. Here nor there, but. Doesn't either. Nor there. So, Chicago. What say ye? In Chicago. Jay Cutler still there? No. They've got. They signed Matt Glennon from the Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a win for me, too. They lost us from Jeffrey, too? Or did he resign? No, he signed with the Jets. Yeah, that's a win. Okay. Um,. Thanksgiving Day. We don't lose on Thanksgiving. <laughs> you sure about that? I mean, I know we have, but previously. They, they, went, like, they went like, what, 10 years without winning the game? Yeah, it was, it was almost very sad. So, what say ye? I said we win that game. I think it's going to be close. We might win about a field goal like we did. Didn't we win about a field goal last year? I think so. Or is it, I think it was a last minute touchdown by Tate. Is that the game I'm thinking about? When he kicked the ball. 
I do not remember. Was that the game when he like he dove in so I was like, "Hey man, you yeah. might fumble. <laughs> what are you doing?" I, I think that's the one I'm thinking about. I think, I think so that was too. Minnesota. But yeah, I got to this win too. I, I Yay! Got. Here we go. <laughs> the Lions then go to uh, Baltimore. Go hang out with my man uh, Buck Moreland out there on the wire in uh, Baltimore. T Zizzle. <laughs> <laughs> what say ye? I don't fear Baltimore like you used to. I just think Baltimore was like, oh, that's easy. that's easy loss right there. You know, right. Ray Lewis was still on the team. I wouldn't even blink eyes and it was a loss. I don't feel like I want to, like I used to, and I think the coach um, might be coming to Detroit Lions if your schedule go the way it's going. I see him coming and playing with Detroit Lions. To I mean, coaching uh, Detroit Lions. To my uh, John Harbaugh? Mm-hmm. Where you got Jim? Why not John? <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing John Harbaugh here. <laughs> So I'll take that as a win for you, sir. That's a win, sir. Okay. And that was a win. Now, no, that was a loss. All right, that's on. Screw you, ESPN. ESPN had that as a loss? Yes, that was a loss. Wow. All right. So, what do you say? Uh, I think they win that game. Yay. So here's an interesting game, in my opinion. The Lions go to Tampa Bay. Mm. Now, here's one thing about the schedule that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, they they don't really have any cold games. Like this is this game happens December tenth. Mm-hmm. They're in Tampa, so it's gonna be warm down there. Mm-hmm. The next game is a home game inside the dome. They go to Cincinnati um, that next week, so that might be a little bit cold. Mm-hmm. And then the last game of the year, they played Green Bay, but they played here in the dome. So December. It, Weather well, weather's not really going to be that much of a factor this year. But you never know what it's going to be like in Green Bay, though. No, the game it might snow tomorrow in Green no, Bay. The, game, the game's here in Detroit, that last game of the year. But no, I'm saying, but the game that's in Green Bay, we never know what the weather's going to be like in Green Bay. November 6th? It well, might snow tomorrow in Green Bay. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, Tampa Bay. Your thoughts? <sighs> Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. That's a. That's another game that I think the Lions that they win that would help them, mm-hmm. but I don't see them winning the game because Tampa, famous Jameis, he got something to prove. I mean, that's one of the teams that should have made the playoffs mm-hmm. but didn't. Right. And I would love for Detroit with the trade players with them because I mean we ain't we weren't gonna be no Seattle. <laughs> I mean we went to the game, we went to the bar to watch the game right. anyway, but we knew what we knew what the story was. We right. was just going there, just be going there. So you got that as a loss? Uh, all depends on what Tampa does. Now, um, see, you know what the thing is? What I do is I, I look at how Madden is, and then I look how, you know, like, okay, on Madden, your team is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you need this because on Madden, they team need offensive line. They don't get an offensive line help. They're they going to be in trouble. Right. But if they get offensive line help, then I would think that it might be a loss because Mike Evans is a problem. Definitely. It's a big boy. Jared McCoy, you gonna try to tear through the line? Oh, I just lost my schedule. <laughs> um, so you got that as a? I'll say a loss. loss. I'll be fair. Okay, yeah, I got that as a loss too. I, I just think no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like with me, Tampa, I think is one of those teams that's like on the cusp of doing some some major things. Um, mm-hmm. People might be sleeping on them. Jameis Winston, I think it's a lot better than people realize that. It, they just added uh, Deshaun Jackson to that team. And you had Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry, what? Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah, that's definitely lost there. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, I think 
uh, Vince Jackson is still there. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm hearing, they're going to either try and get Dalvin Cook or another tight end there. And if they do that, it's a problem. I, I didn't understand why uh, I, was seeing, I was seeing the same thing about um, Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville. Uh, Tampa getting a running back, too. I'm like, what happened to um, – uh, What's his name? Uh, I keep calling him Money Mouse, but that's not even his nickname. <laughs> um the muscle hamster. Muscle hamster. There yeah. you go. Oh, uh, where are you? He's suspended for the first three games of the year. Ah. <gasps> uh, and, and plus. Too much juice? I, I want to say that's what it was. So I can't say it didn't need to be anything else. <laughs> but uh, Chris Sims, he's a good running back too, but mm. you know, he's more of a you know fill-in type of guy. Mm. He's, he's a scat back. So okay. I, I, I can definitely see them. I think they're going to go offense in the first round. So if like uh, Njoku or OJ Howard is there, I think they're gonna snatch him up. What? One of those running backs. I like there. the tight ends they have. Uh, Breit, you know what his name is. But think about this: Mike Evans, mm. Sean Jackson on, on opposite sides. Mm. You got let's go Njoku. You got Njoku and Cameron Breit at mm. tight end. Then you got your running back, uh, either the Muscle Hamster or uh, Chris Sims at running back mm-hmm. with Jameis Winston pulling the trigger. That is dangerous. Dangerous. That's a dangerous team. Yeah, I did say loss, right? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't pull I can't pull the schedule back up. So who who do they have after uh Tampa? Then comes the Cincinnati game. Marvin Jones, welcome back home game. At wait, is that at Cincinnati? At Cincinnati. All right. What say ye? I don't know. That's that's, that's it's kind of a hard one. It's it is a hard, hard one because yeah. Cincinnati, you never know what Cincinnati you're going to get. Exactly. Are you going to get the Cincinnati and never got the first round of Cincinnati? <laughs> or <laughs> get the Cincinnati to keep in the playoffs of Cincinnati? <sighs> if they could beat someone in the AFC in that division, I, I mean, they'd be, they, wait a minute, they could beat Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? They're not beating Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't be messing up my dreams. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. If they could be both them two teams, but that's that's noise. Matt Stafford might be going thirty million dollars. So let's just say we lose again. <laughs> oh, man, threw up a little bit in my mouth again. Man, thirty million dollars, damn. So, no, I, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna say they win. Win. Mm-hmm. I want you thinking about. You already gonna say they're gonna lose. I'm gonna give them the win. What? I'm gonna give them the win. Shocker there. Yeah, I'll give them the win <laughs> in that one. Because I think Cincinnati, I, I'm starting to think they're, on, they're starting to trend downwards. So I think they're going to have a lot of problems next year. So I'll uh, I'll give the Lions that win. All right, let me tell you something. They lose the Detroit Lions. Uh, they coach is gone. g double Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. You missed the game. I did? After the Buccaneers, they play sh- – Chicago. Oh, uh, you know, I'm so sorry. I did. Yeah. And that's a Sunday. No, that's a Saturday game. Saturday game. On NFL now. Some reason for some reason why the Lions always win Saturday games. <laughs> like I went two one and went against San Diego. They need that game to get to the playoffs. The playoff spot, yep. And I was already hyping up the crowd. They should have me on tape. <laughs> so uh yeah, we'll still count that one. Mm-hmm. But uh Oh, I also say that's a, that's still a W. The Bears? Yeah. Right. I'm for the Bears. And I'm a boy said Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they'd be Chicago as well. Mm-hmm. Um, last game of the year. And I, I love the fact that mm-hmm. they, they made this last game of the year because you know, the last couple of times it's basically to determine who wins the division. And he's probably going to do the same thing. 
in in your scenario, yes. Um, <laughs> the Detroit Lions end the season at home against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers of Green Bay. What say ye? Oh, you want my real answer or you want my uh, lion answer? I want your real answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want my lion's answer? Yeah. No. <laughs> Aaron F. Rogers is going to go have a fit, boy, especially if it's like the last game they need that game. Because mm-hmm. you know how Aaron Rodgers, they always be laxy days ago the first few couple of games. Like, and he do relax. that relax. <laughs> R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Yeah. Yeah, I got that as a loss, too. Yeah. So, and mind you people, this is before the draft. Mine, yeah. Well, uh, you know, we'll definitely look at this again at some point. And it was funny. I was listening to 97.1, 97.1 before I came here, and uh, Rieger was on there. Mm-hmm. I forgot who guy was on there with him. But um, they was doing the same, the same thing we was doing. And Rieger said that that's like a holiday for us here in Michigan. We always do the win-loss, win-loss. Right. And the guy, he didn't understand that. Like, yeah, we always do that. We're looking at schedule like, yep, we'll win that one. Yep, lose that one. Yeah, win that one. We always do that. So I understand what the guy was talking about. I, I mean, I think that's what you do anytime you get the schedule. I think mean, everybody does. I don't think that's just a lion thing. I think I mean, everybody yeah, does it. Because the thing about the NFL, man, is like really there's no off season, man. It's like I'm out. well, not as much as I used to because you know I got like responsibilities now, man. But mm-hmm. yeah, once the season's over, I'm like, all right, let's get to these uh the, 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 <laughs> the East West Shrine game and the Senior Bowl, and mm-hmm. then oh, all right. Free agency's coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what? Draft, draft com- The combine's coming up and all mm-hmm. that. And, oh, free agency and then, mm-hmm. you know, schedule and then draft. And, yeah, you keep going from there. Preseason so. and season. Yeah. So, I mean. 360. I, I, I look forward. 365, I should say. Yeah. I, I look forward to all of this, man. But mm-hmm. So, uh, let's take a look at uh, what we got. You have the Lions going 10 and 6 this That's year. That's right, baby. All the way, Lions. I got the Lions going 7 and 9. Wow, we actually had seven games out of that. Because looking at him, uh, a little muddy there for a <laughs> subject. You sure you have seven wins? Yeah, I got seven in there. And, and honestly, this is about where I thought they would they would probably end up. Like zero before, or lesser. Before looking at the schedule, this is kind of what I thought. I thought it would be like middle of the pack team, eight and eight, seven mm-hmm. and nine, somewhere around there. And, um, yeah, seven and nine is where I got them. Got them going off, getting off to a rough start. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, the second half of the schedule, you know, eases up for them. So, what that that says to me is, if if they can pull off some of those 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 games early off in the in the season, like uh, say Arizona Cardinals, if they can win that game, they'll start everything. Yeah, if they can beat like a Carolina Panthers or pull off an upset against the Steelers earlier in the year, mm-hmm. that that nine and seven, I mean, that seven and nine schedule can turn at you no know, nine and seven or ten and six or something like that. So, I mean, I. I I could, honestly, I could see both of these scenarios playing out. Mm. Uh, ten and six, or nine, or seven and nine. I could see either one of them playing out. It's just, what do they do with the draft? Because really, the only only way they could add any impact players to this team now is the only way is through the draft. <laughs> they don't have the cap space anymore. Sure so, uh, and Bob Quinn, we trust. He's got to he's got to hit. He's, <laughs> he has to hit, man. Oh, home! Time. No, you got to hit a grand slam. Exactly. <laughs> And like, like I said, to me, the best way to do that, trade back and get more draft picks, man, mm-hmm. so you can have more opportun- more at-bats to hit that grand slam. I mean, because this is enough to go around. Yeah. If you don't get the the person that you 
fallen in love with, there's still someone there that you can say, well, at least I can get him. Right. Type it, of thing. It's, and no, it's definitely a deep draft, man. Oh, yeah. It's no, the thing it's is, no drought here. You, you got you to gotta have the picks to, to get those players, man. So I'm – I'm looking forward to it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, any any final thoughts on on the draft, man? Coming up this week, man. Anything that you're looking forward to? Any stories that that stand out to you? You know, I was I was trying to I didn't I was trying to do some research to see if there are any. You know, it's always them one stories where the guy is a walk on guy that come out of nowhere and just I really love football. You know, <laughs> he gets drafted. Something like any miracle story? Did you have any? Um. Off the top of my head, any good ones? Because you know we already we know about Joe Mixon. Any good well, stories? <laughs> off the top of my head, I can't really think of any. I'm pretty sure there's definitely one out there, but mm-hmm. oh, we'll, we'll we'll see it in doing the draft. Yeah, definitely. You know, doing the draft coverage, they'll they'll talk about the guy who. Uh, I, well, no, you know this. I think this was last year's draft or a couple years before. There was a guy who um, his family was from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And they moved to America, and his mother signed him up for football. I remember hearing this. But he, they thought it was football or soccer. <laughs> soccer, so it, right. it was uh, NFL football. Mm-hmm. He ends, I don't remember his name, but he ended up being a beast in college and got drafted pretty high, man. So uh, it, it, it's always that story, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get to see one of those stories. I just hope I, – I think there's a kid coming out of the Air Force this year. Mm-hmm. That that's one that kind of sticks out in my mind. Wait, was he a quarterback? I don't think he's a. I don't think it's the quarterback. I want to say he's like a corner. Because I remember it was like one of them Air Force Navy games I was watching. I was like, this. oh, that, that that quarterback that that played the Air Force. Yeah, he he's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's him that I'm thinking about. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to touch any of those armed services kids. I don't remember. If you, I don't know if you remember. Uh, I want to say it was the last year that Matt Millen was a part of it. The Lions organization, they drafted a kid from Army, but he couldn't play because he had to go to the Army. He got deployed. Yeah. He, he was trying to get an exemption, but they wouldn't do it. And I think I think that kid and hit and Matt Millen's son uh, were friends or something like that. Yeah, I so, think I remember something like that, too, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to touch any of those armed services kids. Not, nothing personal. It's just, I, you know, I don't want to have to do Unless that situation's all cleared up. Yeah, yeah. Unless you like, well, I might have to go to war. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but I want to play. But um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's there's definitely that story out there, man. I just can't think of one right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else you can think of, man? Where are you watching the game at? The game. I mean, right? the draft. Where are you watching the draft? Um, I don't know, man. Usually, I just it'd be me, and my cousin, be on the phone talking about it. We send the house, order a sub or something, get something real good to eat, and right. just watch it from there. But I might, I might try to hit one of these little parties or something. Um. <laughs> The last time I went to a draft party was ninety seven one, and uh, Terry Foster was running it. Wow! And the Lions just so happened to draft a guy by the name of Eric Ebron that day. Then you stay home, then. <laughs> <laughs> you made sure you stay home. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the last draft party I went to. The party itself was great, but mm-hmm. I remember sitting there and I'm just watching how the draft played out because uh, what's the what's the wide receiver from Buffalo? Um, Sam Watkins. Sammy Watkins. There's a lot of talk about the Lions trading up to get him. And I'm like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And he got drafted. Um, Mike Evans was drafted by the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And once I saw that, I just yelled out, the Lions are taking Eric Ebron. <laughs> <laughs> 
and like everybody was looking at me like, what? <laughs> like, they looked at me crazy. Like you said, why you? Why would you say that? I'm like, Negro dumbest. I'm like, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you right now, the Lions are taking Eric Ebron. And they're like, there's no way they're going to draft a tight end at number 10. I'm like, watch. <laughs> Don't believe me? Just watch. <laughs> just watch. And when his name came up, everybody that was sitting at the bar just looked at me. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? And like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying I, I came up with this, but uh-huh. <laughs> after that happened, I ran around the bar going, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then Daniel Barnes saw you do it and said, huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should do that. I got by the name of Brian Danielson was sitting in the back <laughs> watching like, hmm. My <laughs> bad idea. But, yeah, man, I, that was the last time I went to a draft party. I'm, You know, and I, I think that was the first, it might have been like one of the first times they did the, the whole Thursday, Friday, Saturday draft. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know if 97 was having one this year. Mm-hmm. I, I might try to hit a draft party or something like that, but if, if they have one at a, at a bar that's you know close by, but I don't know, I might just sit at home and watch it. Well, let me know if you find somewhere to go. If you okay. if you decide to go, I'll go with you. Okay, we can be like I told you. See, <laughs> yep, yep, there it is. Well, um, I'll 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 throw I'll put it in your court, man. I've got two two choices. We can either after the draft, we can either wait until like the preseason to kind of go over everything, you know, after we watch, uh, you know, the, the off-season workouts and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. once they finalize the roster, we can revisit this. Or we'll be at Bailey's next week for uh, payback, the WWE pay-per-view. Yeah, so, we will be, won't we? So, you know, if you want, we can meet up at Bailey's and, you know, kind of give our post-draft thoughts. Mm-hmm. Your choice, man. You sure you ain't got to work or nothing that day? Well, I got to work the next day, but I'm saying we can we can get up to Bailey's a little bit early and just record a quick one. Oh, okay. I see what you you're know, give our post-draft thoughts because at that point, the draft will be, been, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll be at Bailey's Sunday. So mm-hmm. your, your choice, man, I'll, I'll, it's in your court, man. Okay, I'll let you know. I'll let you know because I don't want to say nothing now because I might be see something like, you know what? Yeah, I need to talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> they did What? If it's the Detroit Lions, we'll be putting that one out. <laughs> oh, yeah. They did what? That would be called. They did what? <laughs> yeah, we, we can do a, a quick a little steak bite about that, man, if uh, if the situation warrants it. But, okay. That'll be cool. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, anything you promoting, man? You selling drugs, man? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You selling Avon, man, you know, stuff like that. You got a little... That's something you want to promote, man. Nah, but I ain't selling nothing. It's just um, YouTube page. Yeah, throw your YouTube page out there, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, I, I, I mean, I really appreciate what you said when on that Super Bowl thing. I oh, really, dude, man. that made me smile from ear to ear. <laughs> dude, man, you, you do a good job at putting those videos together, man. I've, that's that's definitely a talent, man. And it's like, man, it's talent I wish I had, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and. Uh, Throw your YouTubes out there, man. Let the people know where they can see you make these uh, mashup videos. Like, like we did one for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones you did, man. You did one for uh, it was a wrestling one. I can't think of right now. Uh, it, I did one for Taker, but for some reason I can't. I think it's like uh, somewhere it won't let me keep denying it to come out. I'm like, Ew, son of you me. did one for the Undertaker. Mm, it was wow. sweet too because it was um. Matter of fact, I can show you on here on my computer is with um the song Come With Me with uh, P. Diddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Godzilla song. Godzilla joint, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, the one I'm thinking about, you did, uh, 
Donald Trump over the, <laughs> over the Rusev. <laughs> yeah, that's Rusev, what it was. That's yeah. what, I, knew it was a re- I know it had something to do with wrestling. Man. Yeah, I love that one, boy. I felt like, I was like, yeah, that just fit perfectly right there. That beat, because everybody already said he with the Russians <laughs> and stuff. He's part of the Russian Federation. <laughs> so, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> it fit so well. <laughs> yeah, I definitely enjoyed that one, man. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and throw your YouTube channel out to um, people. I just kept it simple. My YouTube channel is just my name, Steve Johnson. That's S E A T H J O H N S O N. I got 50 subscribers. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm I growing. Want, I think I'm one of them, man. Let me make sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to throw your social medias out there, too? Your Twitters, Instagrams, all that good stuff? The Twitters and stuff? Okay, yeah. My Twitter handler, Eons. Hold on, let me pull this up because I show no offhand. <laughs> Only reason I know mine is because I say it on every single episode. Do you? Oh, yeah. Maybe I should start doing something like that. Just say it so I don't remember. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just say at Superman1278. I love that, Superman. You know, they got a, um, a kryptonite show coming out. I saw that. You saw that? Yeah. I'm geek. Well, I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I won't be watching it. I, yeah. fucking, hate, I fucking hate Superman. I don't, I don't like um, sci-fi channel stuff, but I think it might be good. I just hate Superman in general, so uh, I won't be watching it, man. Marvel guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why we, we just can't be both. How can we can't I mean, just love it? Well, put it like this: I, I, I hate Superman as a superhero in general, but hey. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna watch all the other Marvel films. I mean, uh, DC films and stuff like that. You hate? How do you hate Superman? I just do, man. You can't have all the powers, man. I'm sorry, you just can't have them all. You got to choose one or two. <laughs> Can't just have them all. You just can't have them all. No, it's cheating, man. Mm, mm, mm. I hate them, man. I hate them so much. Well, the, <laughs> the Instagram is one Superman nineteen ninety six. As as you can see, I really like Superman. So yeah, one Superman nineteen ninety six is the gram. Even though I don't have no many pics, I just start <laughs> putting pics on my gram page. Maybe people start following me more. You know what, man? I I'm, I've never really been a big social media guy but you know when you're doing shows like this you definitely got to be on there and stuff like that so I've, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot better at you know posting on the ground but still not my thing man. yeah <clears throat> but um yeah man thank thank you for joining me again oh, man, man we we'll definitely gotta bro. do this again man i don't care if you're talking about one of the years i don't care what you're talking about i'm always <laughs> glad to come out what would you do <laughs> if i sang out of tune that was the show boy that's my shit man <laughs> But uh, yeah, once again, man, thank you for joining, man. Uh, right, let oh. me let me know, man. We'll we'll do this again. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know I love doing this. All right. Any last words for the people? Uh well, shout out to all the boys that come to us to Bailey's. That yes, would sir. be uh me. Be <laughs> <laughs> Devin would be Mike G Cole. It would uh, be Ed Edwa Edulata. Uh, Steven when he not being flaky. Uh, <laughs> City when he wants to come. Uh, my man, Kyle Campbell. Uh, oh, that's, that's the man right there. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, Kyle Collison as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, actually, he was the one that was on the Super Bowl wrap-up. I mean, not Super Bowl, the uh, WrestleMania wrap-up show. He went down on WrestleMania. Oh, this, I'm this like, I was like, man, y'all did a great job with that, that Super Bowl wrap-up, man. I was so impressed. Yeah, uh, who else, man? Um, oh, uh, Big Will. Mr. Oh, definitely Big Will. Big Will. Big Will. <laughs> uh, oh. Who else? Tone? Definitely can't leave out Tone. Tone? Tone. Um, shout out to my man Chris Wade, man. Uh, the guy that made the logo for my show, he he was at uh, Bailey's for WrestleMania, man. It was good seeing him there. Was that the, the big guy? No, the dude, he was a sh- shorter, like skinny dude with dreads. 
Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was, I was kind of shocked, man. I saw him walk up. I'm like, oh, what's up, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he's the guy that made the logo. That's my first time actually meeting him in person, man. So okay. uh, shout out to Chris, man. I've actually met somebody on Facebook. His name is uh, I think it's Tony Rice, and he was in like a little um, well uh, wrestling uh, chat. And he lives here in Michigan. He said he's gonna come up to the bar too. So, oh, really? I think, um, yeah, he's in. For those of y'all that uh, follow wrestling, man, hit us up on Facebook, man. Reality, love that wrestling. Reality Era News. That's the name of the group, man. Hit it us, hit it up. Um, we'll, we'll at you, man. You know, mm-hmm. if, if Tony Rice is coming out, man, it'd be, it'd be good to meet him. Uh, oh yeah. And speaking of Tony, shout out to Tony Thunder. Oh yes. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, he, he's coming up to Bailey's uh, this weekend. Uh, if he's not uh, out wrestling himself, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, working on getting him on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, just talk about independent wrestling, but that'd probably be down the line. But uh, yeah, shout out to Tony Thunder, man. Shout out to everybody in the group. Uh, like I said, that's Reality Era News on Facebook. Go ahead, just type it in your search bar, look up. We'll add you to the group, man. It's good conversations about wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, but shout out to all you guys, man. All the Bailey's crew. Hold up. Anybody else you want to shout out, man? Your boy. Uh, <laughs> Last time you was on, you was like, uh, "Shout out to my boy uh, Flapper, or something like that, man." I forgot what it was, man. Mm. Oh, you threw out some names, man. I was like, "Damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard that one." <laughs> no, but I do want to shout out to, to my boys that actually listen to the show. I didn't even know they was listening to the show. My boy uh, Rodney Woods, he's working here my Comcast. He's on uh, Live Tech, good guy. He loves them San Antonio Spurs, man. I, that boy, he, when I say he lives in the Spurs, he lives San Antonio that's Spurs. That's a good organization right there, man. And then my boy Jimmy, J. Doug Williams, that man. That when you, if you ever want to talk about basketball and you want to really talk about basketball, mm-hmm. you get my man Jimmy Williams. That man knows basketball like that. That's my insider right there. Okay. He, okay. you know, he he don't work nowhere. He's not like an NBA analyst and all that. He should be. He works at <laughs> Comcast, alignment at Comcast. But that man, he's he knows sports. Okay, well, might hit him up, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, once again, man, thank you for joining me on the show, man. Anytime, brother. All right. We'll uh, check you all out next time. Peace. Peace. I want to thank Seath for joining me on the 2017 NFL Draft Preview Show. Uh, very good conversations. It was very good sitting down with the brother and, you know, chopping it up about the draft and um, our views on how the Lions – postseason has uh, worked out so far I'm definitely looking forward to the draft this Thursday hey let me know where, where you're going to be watching draft there, are you going to the bar are you going to watch it at home are you going to one of your local teams uh, functions if they're having like a draft party at their arena or anything like that let, let me know where you're watching draft at and let me know what you expect for your team to do in the draft this year let me know, you know, where your team is drafting. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you know, what do you expect for the Cleveland Browns to do at number one and number 12 in the draft? If you're a Saints fan, what do you expect for them to do at number, I think, 11 and 32? And, hey, all the Lions fans out there, let me know what you think. What, what do you want the Lions to do at number 22? And what don't you want your team to do at their draft pick? Like I said, I do not want to see this team draft a tight end or a running back at 21. That's my thoughts. So let me hear what your thoughts are. And let me know what your thoughts are about the Detroit Lions season this year. I So far, like I said, this is before the draft. But I have them going 7-9 and nine 
based on what the schedule looks like, according to me. Seath was a little bit more optimistic, gave him a 10-7 record. But hey, let me know what you think. If you agree or disagree with me, hey, if you think I'm dead-ass wrong, say, hey, Devin, you're dead-ass wrong. They're going to be damn 12-4 this year. They're going to be the best team in the league. They're going to go 16-0. Let me know what you, what you think. And, you know, like I said, I'm not going to hold you to it right now. Um... Me and Seath are going to sit back down at some point, maybe even Sunday, and talk about the, you know, how the draft played out. Or we might wait until the beginning of the season. So we'll see. But once again, thank you, Seath, for joining me on the show. Make sure you all share your opinions. Uh, hit me up on my social media. You can hit me up at Devin63. That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. That's on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram at Allstag No Sizzle. It's one word. Hit me up on Facebook on the All State No Sizzle Facebook page. Just go to search bar on Facebook and type in All State No Sizzle Podcast. It'll pop right up. If you want to shoot me an email, you can do so at ASNSPodcast at gmail.com. And once again, people, make sure you go check out the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Wherever you are listening to the podcast, go ahead and hit that follow button, subscribe button, You know, give us a rating, uh, leave your comments, you know, like you said on iTunes, you can give me a five-star rating if you want. I mean, I'd appreciate it. I'd highly appreciate it. But, you know, just share the, wor- share the word, man. You know, let everybody know that the show is out there. And I appreciate those of you that have come back and listened to the show time and time again. And if you're a new listener, thank you. And I hope to have you back sometime. So, once again, thank you all for listening. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. I've got draft prep to do. <laughs> I'm going to go find some nachos or something and get ready to watch this draft. So, thank you all for listening. I'll check you all next week with the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album. I'll be joined by Mr. G Infinite and uh, my boy Ken the Slanderer. Oh, and real quick, if you're looking in the description, go ahead and hit that YouTube link and watch G Infinite's video for his first single off of his new album the formula that single is called not human so thank you all for listening i'll check you all next week peace